People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Atomic battery to power, turbine to speed. Where was that from, Miss Robin? Uh, was that from the Spaceballs? <sighs> really? I don't That's know. Batman. That's the original TV Batman. Oh. Bruce Wayne, Adam West, and then Robin. That's what they would say when they got in the Batmobile. Atomic battery to power, turbine to speed. Little did we know that Batman back in the 60s would know how to fix climate change because of the atomic battery to power and the turbine to speed, and now we wouldn't have the dilemma that we have right now. Welcome aboard. It is Thursday, April 11th. Thank you for joining us live on twitch.tv slash Live as we all gather around the radio and TV and computers and personal handheld devices and join you for another three hours of the fun, the frivolity, the intensity, the alacrity that is. Tony Bruno Nation Live. Woke up this morning, the first thing I see is David Letterman being dragged out of the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Then I realized that wasn't really David Letterman, that was Julian Assange, who's finally out of there for the first time since 2012 when he ran in there looking for a place to stay, and he's been holed up there ever since. And he looked like a hermit. You know, he's only like, he's not even 50 years old. The dude looks like he's 100. But I guess if you had to stay in the Ecuadorian embassy and couldn't leave... Although he did have visits from uh, Pamela Anderson, Lady Gaga over the years. So all was not for naught for Julian Assange, who's now going to be charged with helping uh, Chelsea Manning, who was, of course, the original. One of the, one of the big spies, military member. He was, uh, he was Bradley Manning in the right, Army. Right, right. And then he was nailed for releasing government secrets put in jail for 35 years, but then was pardoned or released early by President Obama, and now he's been reincarcerated. She, now that she's Chelsea Manning, reincarcerated for failing to testify. Again, this is a deep, complicated story. People are taking sides on this. Some people think Bradley Manning is... Does it, uh, we're getting an echo coming through, Robin. Are you seeing that? Echo coming through. Um... Two Tonys at the same time? Am I on? Is that mic off over there, Robin? Yeah, it's off. That one on that side is off? Yeah. Okay. Well, I hear, I hear everything loud and clear in my headsets. Everything's yeah. good now. It's good now. Thank you again, Don Collins, and all the other folks listening in. 
Uh, we have Julian Assange is obviously the top story in the world, not in sports. But the question is, is he a hero or is he a, an enemy? Hero the, or is, zero. Is he a, a criminal for basically what he does he considers journalism because he leaks. Now, leaking sensitive government information could be good or bad depending on how you view it. Some people will say Julian Assange is a hero. Some people will say Julian Assange is a bad guy. Well, I mean... Remember, he's Australian, first of all, so he's not an American citizen. He's Australian? I thought he was British. No, he's Australian, and he's been living in London because he needed a place to hide because they wanted to extradite him to Sweden to face a couple of sexual assault rape charges. So Sweden wanted to get him out of London, and he went hiding and found the Ecuadorian uh, embassy, and they say, yeah, you can come on and hang in here. And he's been there since 2012, not coming out because he was fearing that somebody would take him out or arrest him. So anyway, now the big debate is, is he a bad guy? It's amazing because Bradley Manning, to some, was a hero for releasing war crime information to the public, Mm -hmm. sensitive government information. And then Edward Snowden was a hero or a bad guy when he did his thing working for the government, releasing information to the public. And Julian Assange, to some people, is a hero for releasing stuff because what he's doing, and I'm looking at this, I don't have a political bent in this, it's just interesting how one person could be good and one person could be bad for doing essentially the same thing. Isn't that what they're doing? They're hacking into government secrets, releasing it to the public. Some people call that whistleblowing. Some people call that journalism. Some people call that hackery, endangering, endangering lives of people who are involved in sensitive investigations and things around the world. I think Assange and Snowden... And, and Bradley Manning slash Chelsea Manning were just trying to expose a lot of stuff that the government was hiding about war crimes. Right. And so some people would say they did a good job. But now Assange is being mocked in some circles of the media. They're happy that he was arrested. And then other people are like outraged that he's arrested. So which is it? Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Well, sadly, it's politicized. Of course it is, and I'm not looking at it from a political point. but that's why some people are happy and some people aren't, because it depends on what side of the political spectrum they're on. What difference is politics? It shouldn't. It should not. It should be, this is the rule, this is bad, or this isn't. But at the same time, I have some conflicting emotions about it, because on the one hand, you want, if the... the, um, if, if our government is is defrauding the American public, we should be able to know well, about Well, we that. already know that every right. single day. <laughs> but at the same time, you don't want them to give out sensitive information that would cause people to get killed. And that's one of the things that happened in many of these situations right. where it compromised secret agents. But I don't want to dwell. I don't want to do a whole show on, no. on, you know, you can get the political people to do that stuff. You're- I'm just looking at it from... Someone who who is intrigued by this kind of stuff. And the Julian Assange thing's been going on for a long time. I mean, Pam Anderson was paying conjugal visits to him. Do you I mean, think that's it was pretty, conjugal? Absolutely. Really? You think she was just going there to play chess with him in his little one-bedroom apartment? It, wasn't even, it was like an office that he had to live and sleep in a cot. Again, I'm not sympathetic, nor am I wanting this guy strung up at uh, dawn tomorrow morning. Because there's a lot to this story. And the bottom line is, is this guy... Because when newspapers get 
information and leak it out to the public. Right. American Washington Post, New York Times, that's considered journalism, right? When somebody gets sensitive information, it doesn't even have to be sensitive. This has to do, and that, by the way, just pointing this out, the government wants to charge him not with the WikiLeaks of the Hillary Clinton emails or the DNC or the Russian investigation or Russia involvement in the 2016. This is based on something that happened in 2010. Yet a lot of political hacks are trying to make this Julian Assange good. He got nailed because he hurt Hillary Clinton by releasing the WikiLeaks uh, emails from John Podesta's devices. That's what hackers do, and that's what people who consider themselves journalists or what do we call them, Robin? The people who are deep underground on the internet. Oh, uh, they're the uh, and uh, anonymous. Anonymous. Thank you. But they have a. But they. But what they do, whatever, whether you like it or not, that's up for you to decide. But bottom line is this: Julian Assange is not being nailed here for anything to do with the WikiLeaks 2016 stuff. And that's why a lot of the media people who are mad that Hillary Clinton lost the election. This is just an observation from just scanning everything just, this morning to see what how the political parties are reacting. Uh-huh. And to me, I don't look at how, I don't care how the political parties react because they have nothing to do with this. They're just going to try to play this for their cause, whether you're left or right. To me, I want to know what's going on as far as you know, if, if Chelsea Manning is a hero, and obviously he was because President Obama released him early right. from his 35-year prison sentence, her 35-year prison sentence, we paid for his sex surgery mm-hmm. because he was in a government jail right. and he wanted to be a woman, and that was taken care of. But then they eventually put Chelsea Manning back in jail for refusing to testify. And so... One person can't be a hero and another person be a goat or, or the enemy for doing the same thing. Right. When you're doing the same thing and you're releasing sensitive information, whether you're Julian Assange, Chelsea Manning, uh, Edward Snowden, whistleblowers are being hailed all over the place because they, they, these are the people that are releasing information. Because the media, let's be honest, investigative journalists are technically whistleblowers. Right. They're getting anonymous That's source true. stuff. They're running with stuff without any evidence to corroborate it. And somehow and, and they're another, being getting Pulitzer Prizes for that. Well, there somehow or another the differentiation between hacking and investigating. There's a real fine line. I like No, no, if you're breaking into the government's computers and you have sensitive information that can endanger people, that's different. That's hacking, but to some people that's what we want our government to be exposed right. for these kinds of things. Right. So that's what I'm saying. To some people, it's good. To other people, they're evil. Because you, you, could, you could bring up Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, Chelsea Manning, to 15 different people, and you'll get 15 different responses. They'll say one is good, the other one is bad, and that's not how it works. Could they have different levels of things that were bad or good? But the Manning and the Assange situation are directly related. He was the one that was helping her. She was giving mm-hmm. him information, Assange, and that's how they got their story out in 2010, which is now what the gov- the U.S. government right. wants him held accountable for, even though he's not an American citizen, and he technically is not protected by First Amendment rights because he's an Australian who's living in London in the Ecuadorian embassy for eight years and now has been pulled out of there. 
But he did look bad, though. See the beard? I, I actually haven't seen it yet. I was, I was working That's the on... first thing I saw when I woke up this morning. I thought I was looking at myself, but I did trim my beard. <laughs> I've, been, this... <laughs> I've been obsessed with trying to get the sound quality and getting calls. And, and when I came in this morning, I thought I had it all figured out at midnight last night. And I came in this morning, and all the settings had been deleted, and I just had to start all over again. All right, enough with the Assange stuff. If you want to talk about it, if you want to uh, comment on it on our on a dashboard on our active feed. What do we call it? The stream. Yes. Don't cross the streams, but you can stream chat with us. By the way, I have a tip jar. For those of you who oh, are you watching. Do? Yes. For those of you who are watching right now, you have you see the nice little wine glass. I don't I can't see the video. I know feed. I need to I need to fix that for you. But there's a little wine and I tried to find the wine glass that matched the one that we have over here in the corner, which you guys can't see unless Tony pulls it over so that you can see it. Um, but so this is this is our big 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 glass. Put it in front of here. There you go. This is the one that I drank uh, Hennessy out of. I Correct. think one night. Correct. When we had the Hennessy shortage of 2018. So I want to see if it works. This is a really great way to get people to tip us. Should I like encourage people by putting a dollar bill in there? <laughs> like I'm at a strip bar, I'm gonna yeah. put the first dollar bill. In. I want to see if it works. So tip us, people. All right. Again. Did it work? <laughs> Okay, somebody, Don Collins just put 50 bits in there. Oh, wait, no, I do. I see a little tiny. Oh, you see a little, uh, it's a not little... actual cash money. They're no. called bits. Yes. They're not like, like uh, uh... they're not like cryptocurrency, well, by the way. Of. It's kind of like Bitcoin. No, it's not. It's not anything like Bitcoin. <laughs> no, because people people can earn bit. They're they're mining for bits. That's by true, yeah. Watching commercials and doing other stuff. Um, and it's not worth any technical money to them, but it is to us. Exactly. And that's why we're here. So we love slave we're labor. We're a private Gold. dancer, dancer for money. No, actually kind of it's like we're the mine owners, and we want all our underlings to go out and mine for us. Yes, except you don't have to go to Sierra Leone to go, or, yeah. or Sunny Leone and go down there and get the diamonds uh, being slaves to uh, major corporations, which is another issue for another show. But anyway... You know what we have underway today, Robin? For a lot of people, it's like Nirvana. Even if you're not a diehard golf fan, the Masters has its own lingo. All the things that you hear if you watch golf on television uh-huh. all go out the window this particular time. Can you cue up my Masters music? Because it is. And got to get into my Jim Nance solemn mode. Because let's be honest, the Masters is not just a golf tournament. It's almost like a religious event. It's like a retreat into the woods. As we say, hello, friends, from Butler Cabin. Actually, from the Bruno Wine Cellar in South Philadelphia, which is about 850 miles from Butler Cabin. But we can still see all the beautiful azaleas blooming in Amen Corner as the first nine. Remember, it's not the front nine. On golf, it's normally called the front nine, the first nine holes, if you tee off from one. Right. At Augusta, it's the first nine. The back nine on most golf tournaments, pretty much 99.999999999%. Uh-huh. It's called the back nine. Did you know what I just But realized? you know what it's called at the Masters? The last nine. I did not, not know that. Not the back nine. Now, I don't know if you guys can see behind me. Let me change the the... You have the fireplace going? I do have the fireplace going. Yesterday it was 80 degrees. Now Robin has the fake fireplace going. The wine cellar is right in Right there. Full you can activity. see one of the wines 
far niente. Far niente. Would isn't that which means the far, far nothing? Non? It means far nothing. Oh no, or it's far not, none. It's not. Oh, niente it's not means non. nothing. Oh, okay, never mind. What did I you thought, think it meant, Robin? Well, I was thinking that it was a it was a play on words, far nine, like a. No, niente doesn't niente. mean nine. Niente means nothing. Okay. According to my sources. Now let me get back. You can't interrupt the master's I'm moment. So sorry. Jesus, my Robin. It's a tradition unlike any other. It's the masters. The patrons are already there. Remember, they're not the gallery. They're not the the assembled masses. Right. They are the patrons. Patrons. When you go to the and you and if you say if you call them anything but patrons, and you work for CBS doing this coverage you or the Golf trouble. Channel, they will come down hard on you. They will come down real hard. Very You'll have strict. your credentials stripped. Ooh. And so that's the one thing that more than any other golf tournament is every word, everything that's said must be said in reverence to this sacred ground. Hallowed. Hallowed ground. Hallowed ground. And Jim Nance, just off of his one shining moment presentation, is now speaking in hushed tones again as he enters the butler cabin to bring you the thrill, the color, the pageantry, the electricity, the excitement that is uniquely the Masters. Copyright 2019 CBS. How about me just talking it all the way to the end? Uh, that was... The only thing I haven't put in, I haven't... We have to put in the fake bird noises. Because a couple of years ago, CBS got nailed for playing fake bird sounds. Because, you know, it's a beautiful right. setting there. The golf course is magnificent. Nobody's allowed on it. It's sort of like entering Area 51 when you're out in the desert uh -huh. in Nevada. They ha people immediately come out and try to throw you out of there. You're not allowed there. Although they have the women's amateur now. Right, so they're right, starting right. to come into the 20th century at Augusta National as we are 19 years into the 21st century. But things, things work slowly in the deep south at Augusta National. Where I couldn't even get a tour if I went down there. Do you realize that, Robin? No, not that I'm important. But you've been there before. Yes. And but you've you, gotten you, the tour before. But not as a private tour. I mean, I could if you pay, anybody who pays and gets a medallion can be a patron. But you just don't go there. You don't just drive onto Augusta National right. and say, hey, let me go hit a couple balls off the practice tee. That's not how it works there. It's not a muni. It's a private course. It was kind of cool. <laughs> who was it that we were watching the behind the scenes of the Masters when they were arriving? And the car. That was last night on the Golf Channel. I was watching my boy on the Golf Channel. Well, this is a couple years ago where we we saw it, and and so and when you arrive, there's the gates for. Of course, I don't, I don't think it's the uh, arrival for everybody. It's just for. Well, that's the, the they have the president's dinner, and then there's like the tree line lane. Yes, and that's the, the entrance different... to Augusta is that National. The main, is that the main entrance for everybody? Yes. Oh, okay. There's no well, private gate. You. Don't be all impatient Remember, with me. I've never been there. it's a private course. It's not one you can walk up to. I get There's that. There's a gate. You know, a lot of really nice golf courses have private entrances. You just don't walk in there and jump in a golf cart and drive in. So anyway, Augusta is a special place. To me, is it, is it, is it sacred ground? No, it's a golf course. It's a beautiful golf course. It's a great tournament. But the reverence in which people speak and the fact that you have to Pay attention and say everything that they ask you to say. Because calling the gallery a gallery is wrong. They're simply known as patrons, Robin. So before you mess anything up, 
today or tomorrow in our exclusive coverage of the Masters from South Philadelphia from the Bruno Cabin, deep below our row home in South Philadelphia off the fashionable East Passyunk Avenue area. Just make sure you understand the parlance. Front first nine, last nine, patrons, and then we'll we'll take it from there. Let me get the update on the leaderboard. Tiger's one under, and what's interesting to note here is that Tiger Woods hasn't been under par or hasn't broken par, which means he's under par, in the first round since 2013. So the, the, it's a big first day for all of these guys down there. But for Tiger Woods, who people, a lot of people thinking maybe he can come back and win a Masters this year, slowly getting back into shape, Tiger has not broken par in the first round at Augusta National since 2013. In fact, he hasn't broken par in the first round at any major since 2014, but at the Masters, 2013. So we're talking how many years ago? Is it 13, 14, 15, 16, 17? Six years since he broke par in the first round, and right. he's one under in the early going in Tiger's uh, first round at Augusta National. We'll keep an eye on the leaderboard for you, and I'll break into a Jim Nance whenever necessary. Now, um, Eckett8750 says that Jim Nance reads off of a script. Well, he does for one shining moment. Jim's, Jim's legendary. He's a Hall of Fame brother. I'm not going to knock Jim Nance. Jim Nance does what he has to do, especially at the Masters. CBS gets the Masters every year, mm -hmm. and to keep the Masters, they're sort of like, they have to listen to their Masters. <laughs> their Masters in the Butler cabin who run the event tell them what to say. They don't give them a script. Jim's really good. I mean, he's not a guy who can't ad lib. He does NFL games. He does basketball. You can't script sporting events. Now, you can script some of the, the one shining moment at the end, which is put right. together during the course of the NCAA tournament. I don't know if he scripts the last couple of holes at the Masters. That's hard to do. You don't know who's going to be there right. on the final holes. So, But everybody thinks he's reading from a script. Now, in some of his lead-ins and pre-recorded stuff, obviously he's reading off a script. If they put together a package, as they call it in television, you know, where there's interviews and then you come back in and it's all pre-recorded, mm -hmm. that's from a script. He's not ad-libbing that because you've got to go to you know sound bites of, of golfers. And so... I'm not going to rip Jim Nance because Jim Nance is a Hall of Fame broadcaster and one of the best of all time. Now, I found out something about the Masters that I did not know because a lot of... Not Masters and Johnson or Masters of Sex. That's, no, those are different things. Totally different. What I was actually looking for the Masters on TV and, Masters and because, because the stinking Fios doesn't have the voice remote yet. No. So I got to go through the whole damn search thing and then type in the name of the, what, the event. So I wrote the Masters. And when the Masters, there's like a bunch of like the Masters of Sex... And the actual, the Masters on there, you know what it was? What? It was some snobby British art show. That's what it was. It wasn't the golf tournament. It was Masters of, of Art. Picasso. Not that there's anything wrong with that, because I love great artists. But the Masters, the Masters means golf to me. Not the Masters painters or the Masters of sex, which you used to watch. Right. That show's done now, right? I, I think they finally shot their load you know and they got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I have not even watched the last season. I, I just sort of lost track of it. Um, but I found out something about the Masters yesterday that I did not know because a lot of golf courses 
change their layout, their holes to keep yes. it interesting for their members. It's not even about it's because younger players now can hit the ball a mile. Well, the equipment. Let me finish what okay, I was saying. but I understand. Before you get into technical okay. golf stuff, which you're not very knowledgeable no, about. I'm not. Okay, so then don't don't portray it as inside golf knowledge. No, okay. I'm saying that if you would let me finish. So last night, um, one of the um, owners of there's no owner, Robin. He's the he's the ground the man. He's the president of, of the president. Augusta okay. National Golf. So so he owners. came on saying that that they were going to um, think about changing the 13th hole because there have been complaints about that particular hole. And I did not realize that the Masters is one of the only ones. It's all the holes stay the same every single year. They don't change anything. So the fact that they're thinking about changing the 13th hole is a huge deal. Yeah, but they're not going to do it because be, here's why. Most golf courses are massive now, 7,200 7, yards. You know, they're big. And the new golf courses are being made bigger with more, you know, more shots, mm -hmm. more open space more yardage to get to the holes because these guys, the professionals, can hit it a ton. Well, Augusta is a very old golf course. And so the 13th hole, which is one of the most sacred holes there, they want to make it longer to fit, or they're thinking about making right. it longer to fit. But at least the people at Augusta say, hey, we're really ready to have the proverbial conversation with the, with the golf gods and the people who run and, and oversee all of the golf, major right. golf tournament. I mean, if you have a regular golf course, nobody's going to tell you what to do. You do whatever you want. You can make it any length you want. You can have any designer you want. You can make one hole 500 yards. You can make one hole four. It, that doesn't matter. But when you're talking about a major places that host major golf tournaments, the you know the golf gods determine what to do. But the 13th hole, they're saying it's it's too short for these guys. But the Augusta National. Remember when Tiger was tearing it up? Yeah. And winning pretty much everything, they tried to tiger-proof the golf course because Tiger was hitting it so far <clears throat> in his earlier days uh -huh. that people were saying he's got such a tremendous advantage over the older guys because he is an, an absolute amazing physical specimen. He can crank the golf ball better than anybody. So the the, the whole thing back then was they have to tiger-proof proof a golf Augusta National because Tiger's too good and everybody else can't play with him. But you know what happened since then? The younger generations, the, Justin, the Dustin Johnsons and all these young guys who hit the ball a mile, and the younger generation of golfers all have the latest, greatest equipment, mm -hmm. the greatest golf balls, and they know how to hit the ball far, and they know how to hit it accurately. Augusta National isn't just about hitting the ball far. It's about accuracy. It's about making the ball go left and right when you want to. It's, it's golf at its highest level. So tear it, they're not going to tear up a Gulf Augusta National just to make it harder. No. They want, they're not, that's not what they want to do. They changed it a little bit for Tiger Woods, but they didn't go tear the place up for a once-a-year tournament as big as it is because, remember, they're open for business all the time. It's like the, it's like the Kentucky Derby. Churchill Downs is running all the time. And even the day of the Kentucky Derby, that's one of the races at Churchill Downs that day. So Churchill Downs doesn't exist for one race, and Augusta National doesn't exist for one event. And so that's why you don't want to go tearing up your property, you know, to help one particular weekend. People don't complain about the Masters. People sit at home with their pimento sandwiches, and they act real golf degenerates, next-level golfers, the people who treat it as a religion, 
And luckily, that's becoming less and less people who are that obsessed with it. But I love watching great golfers play great golf because the one thing about golf versus any other sport, for example, when I watch Major League Baseball players, you know, I've never faced a 99-mile-an-hour fastball, no matter how I play, whether I played in Little League and high school. I didn't play college ball. For the most part, the average person could go into a batting cage mm-hmm. and, and have somebody throw a pitch to him and hit it. But the average person will never understand what it's like to stand at home plate and face major league pitching, and you have to try to hit that ball. I would be scared. Golf, you can, if I go to Augusta and I played Marion, I played Pebble Beach, and I'm a terrible golfer, but the one difference between golf and pretty much any other sport is you can go to a golf course as a private citizen or a member of a club and hit off the same tee boxes to the same holes the same distances as the professionals do it. So you know, if you're even if you're a good golfer and you're watching these great golfers, the world-class uh-huh. golfers hit, you can appreciate what that person just did more so than you can appreciate you know, what, what a Major League Baseball player does in pulling the ball and hitting it out of left field. We can, we can understand what it's like, but we can never realize what that's like. So I could go out and birdie a hole at, at Augusta if I hit a good shot at par three, anybody can do it who's decent. But to do it at the level these guys do it is why people watch golf and, and see the nuances and how good these guys can, you know, can hit the ball, can can make it go left or right or make it st- you know, stop Those on a dime. Those things are so subtle. You can't actually see what... No, but you can understand it because if you try to do it on the same golf course that right. they're playing on... Remember, they're going to Augusta. Now, most people can't get to Augusta, but you can go play Pebble Beach if you have enough money. Mm-hmm. It's an open public course. It costs you a lot of money. You play Pebble Beach, you're playing the same golf course that the pros play in one of the first tournaments of the year. So that's the difference, and I think why people can relate to golfers more than they can relate to Major League Baseball players, uh, NHL hockey players, NBA players. Although the one thing that people can relate to basketball-wise not at the level of the NBA greats, but you can make a three-pointer in a gym. But can you make a three-pointer with five guys around you and nobody guarding you? Probably not. But every the average person can go out to a playground and take a basketball, stand there, and shoot free throws. The average person can go into the corner and try to shoot threes from any right. spot on the court. The average person can make an NBA layup at a 10-foot rim. But the average person can't go out there and compete no. with great players. And that's that's similar to what I'm talking about, my analogy about golf, while people understand it. Because a lot of people play basketball, whether it's in the YMCA or in high school or in college. Some of them play semi-pro ball. So there are a lot of good basketball players. And some of them have skills that are very close to being at the professional level. You're a semi-pro. You're technically professional level. But golf, golf is another stratosphere. Because there's millions of great golfers around the world, not just in this country, but there are very few who can go out there and shoot par at Augusta National or shoot under par. There's my golf soliloquy for the day. That even the cats are. A, yeah, Lily's saying hi. Lily just said, "That's a good job there, Dad." She called me Dad. I'm, I'm technically her father, right? Because it is National Pet Day, by the way, Robin. Did you know that? Today is National Pet Day. You're like the stepdad. No, yeah. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I, she's not my child, right? But she's still my baby. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, <laughs> she's my baby. I thought never mind. Uh, you're my baby too. <laughs> I didn't produce you, and I didn't produce her. 
But I nurture you. I nurtured her from a young, beautiful little kitten. Uh-huh. Shipped in a truck from Chicago in the front seat. See, and here she is. She wants to be on the air now. Can you get her? It's National Pet Day. She says, where's my moment in the sun? You went through the whole Jim Nance thing. You did the whole Pebble Beach, your whole Augusta National. How about getting Lily up here? Lily, come over here, sweetie. I'm going to. Hang on just a second. Lily, come here. Come here, sweetie. It's National Pet Day. Everybody's supposed to put pictures of their pets. People do it anyway. You don't need National Pet Day to appreciate your animals. But this is the beautiful Lily, the ragdoll mom, mother of 13, ladies and gentlemen. Never before. She never wanted to abort any of her kids. If you're pro-life or pro-choice, we're not going there. 13 babies. All of them survived. There she and then we finally said, well, that's you, enough. Can you guys hear them purring? Let me hear Lily purring. Let's listen closely now. If you're watching on Twitch, uh, no, on the video stream. No, I think she feels the pressure now. Yes, yeah, she does. She knows she's on camera. Well, she's purring. It's just that she doesn't want But she has the greatest purr of all the cats we've ever seen. Yeah, it's very loud. She's very loud. If she starts purring loudly, we will immediately break into today's regularly scheduled Tony Bruno Nation Live show to give you more. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business, as we like to say. The NBA season, Robin, last night in games that were absolutely... We'd like to thank, first of all, the New York Knickerbockers. They, know, they mailed it in all year, but they really, really mailed it in last night in their final home game at Madison Square Garden. In fact, they are fumigating Madison Square Garden as we speak to remove the remnants of the stench, the embarrassment, the shame, the effluent that flowed on that court at the world's second most famous arena all season long. Hard to believe that the New York Knickerbockers, Robin, Finished 17-65. and 65. Even Sam Hinkie is shaking his head at that kind of ineptitude. Because unlike the Sixers' tanking seasons, the Knicks did tank, but they actually had some NBA-quality players on the floor from time to time. And last night in a game that meant nothing to them and everything for the Detroit Pistons, the Pistons went up there and laid a beatdown on the Knicks. So bad that Many of the fans decided to join the homeless people who were laying out all over inside Penn Station as they left Madison Square Garden. They went down and bummed with the rest of the people, saying, I just spent $5,000 on a wasted Knicks season, and all I got was to sit next to a vagrant, drinking out of a bag, drinking Old English 800 out of a paper bag, sitting on the floor at Penn Station as you make the entryway into Madison Square Garden from Penn Station. You know, you've been up those end on the steps many, many times. Yes, I have. And Madison Square Garden, they should basically go in there today and bring in the Orkin Man, bring in any kind of fumigation institution to basically clear that place of not only the New York Knicks, but the New York Rangers as well. We'll get to hockey in a second. But I want to thank all of those teams in the NBA. 14 of them who, as of this morning or this afternoon, on April 11th, as they say on TNT, they've gone fishing, ladies and gentlemen. They have gone fishing. And what, the only fitting way to end the NBA season is to do it how we can do it the best way here, and that is to thank all 14 teams who, unfortunately, came up just short in their attempt to make the NBA playoffs. Get it all out. 
Robin knows about getting it all out from a week ago. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> go, let it go. Let it go. There it is. There's Jim Dolan going down with the last flush. Nobody rooked them this year, the New York Knicks. They rooked themselves. Now, I just want to let you know that I quickly am doing a quick little Facebook video live so that people know because we have so many vans who have been used to going to Facebook Live to see us. Yes. And um, they they don't know where to find us right now because Twitch is somewhat new for talk show hosts. Exactly. And um, so we are educating, as you like to say, um, all of our fans to switch over. So this is just a quick little sneak peek because we are now permanently on Twitch TV. Twitch.tv. Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. And we want you to go to twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live to join us daily, every single day from 12 to 3 p.m. Eastern. You can go over there right now, join the chat room. Um, it's free to join, free to follow. And then if you want to have access to everything, including all the archives and extra stuff, then you want to subscribe if you are an Amazon Prime member you automatically get one free Twitch Prime membership per month. Mm -hmm. And so you can just designate your Twitch, your, excuse me, your Amazon Prime membership, designate it to Bruno Nation Live, and bam, you would be a subscribed member, which um, gives you extra special status. Um, and we really, really appreciate exactly. it. And it's free. It's free. Who doesn't have Amazon Prime? Wait a minute. I have breaking news. Oh. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because the number of views on our oh, program, it's well, it's not in a box. Look at the number of views, Robin, on the screen. Um, I'm not looking at the same screen as you, so I'm not you sure. You know how many views? How many? Six, six, six. <gasps> oh, does that mean something? Could it be Satan? <laughs> six, six, six. Do I have any water down here today? Well, you, you have been accused of looking like, um, oh, what's the guy from... Not Satan. Well, you know, you could with a, ball, with a couple little horns. People have said I look like, uh, what's his face, uh, Zod. Yes, Zod. General Zod. But there's another guy who looks like Satan who was in a movie, too. And I'm trying to think of who that character was. It was in a... Zod was from Flash Gordon, right? No, Zod was from Superman. So General the, Zod was in Superman. The one, the uh, the other one was the, the the bad guy from Flash Gordon. That's right. That's right. What was what that was dude's name? name? Somebody can help me there. Somebody can help me out. What was the dude's name in Flash Gordon? Who looked like Satan? Looked like the devil? A real weird character. Yeah, I forget. And people have said that that's what I look like sometimes, which is really unfair. Now, and I'm I'm deeply offended by that comparison. So Nasta Ed on Twitch says that he is a Prime member. Nasa, um, Ed, that means that you can go on and pr press, if you scroll down below the video, there mm. should be a big red button that says Twitch Prime. Yep. Click on that, and it'll lead you uh, into how to do it. Very, very simple. And as soon as you do, we'll actually see it on our screen. Your you little know. emblem will change. You'll get like a little special. And boom! Special you'll, something You'll be something. right in there. Yep. You'll be right in there. A Ming. Cliff. That's right. Yeah. The, uh, the, what was this? The Diabolical Ming? It was something. Ming, but there was something yeah. else part of it. Thank you for that. Not Yao Ming, of course. No. As we speak about the NBA. Let's get back to the NBA in the meantime. Because the NBA playoffs are finally set up. I thank the teams for participating. The 14 who are going fishing. 
including Charlotte last night, who lost out, and so did Miami. They lost out two nights ago. And uh, the Detroit Pistons, as I mentioned, went up to New York and boat raced the stinking Knicks. They will play the Bucks in the first round. But let me get my uh, NBA music here because it's important because the playoffs are starting. And we had the hockey playoffs start last night and a couple of surprises. But first... Now, just before he starts this, everybody that's watching on this preview, this little quick preview on Facebook Ming Live. Ming the Merciless, by the way. Yeah. Ming the Merciless. You guys can't hear all the extra sounds and everything. You have to go over to Twitch to hear all of the stuff that we are doing. Tony's soundboard is in full effect yes, right it there. Is. Um, and you can, so that's the only way that you would be able to hear full sound quality by switching over to twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. You are looking live at the NBA playoffs all set to go. We know the Milwaukee Bucks are in because they're the one seed. We know they'll be playing the Detroit Pistons, who got in last night on the final night of the season. We know the Brooklyn Nets are the sixth seed, and they will face your team, your town, your Philadelphia 76ers. And people in the Philadelphia area panicking today because Brett Brown, the head coach of your 76ers, right. is very concerned about the Brooklyn Nets, suggesting and now frightening many of the Sam Hinkie worshipers who are also Brett Brown worshipers that he is suggesting that he's he's that the, the, the Sixers don't match up well against the Brooklyn Nets, their first-round opponents. So now what? Panic in the streets, ladies and gentlemen. Not just that the Phillies have been tattooed the last two nights by the Washington Nationals in baseball. Just when everything seemed to be going well and the Phillies were scoring tons of runs, they now have been bludgeoned the last couple of nights in their ballpark. But now the Sixers... Could the Sixers be in trouble in the first round as a three seed as they face the Brooklyn Nets? A lot of people aren't happy about it, especially when the coach comes. Now, this could be psychological stuff with the coach, trying to make sure his team is mentally ready. But if you're not mentally ready for the playoffs after going an entire season and winning 50 games for the second season in a row, then maybe you're not good enough to beat the Brooklyn Nets. So does that put confidence in? In the 76ers players who haven't played together in a while, and Joel Embiid has been taking some time off, banged up a little bit like a lot of players are. Are you concerned if you're a Sixer fan? <laughs> There's my damn allergies again. I, mean, <coughs> I apologize. <folks. coughs> are you concerned that do the Brooklyn Nets scare you? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so the Sixers and the Nets are set up. Let me bring you the rest of the matchups, if you're scoring at home. And if you are, congratulations. It's not even, it's a nooner. We would call that a nooner, right? If you're screwing around right now, if you're scoring at well, home? Yeah, well, it depends on where you are in the country, I guess. Well, it's a nooner right here on the East Coast. Yeah, East Coast. It's approaching noon in the central <laughs> part of the country. But it doesn't have to be right exactly at noon. It's not like happy hour is 5 o'clock. Happy hours whenever the hell you want it to be. But Just anyway, here's the rest of the NBA playoff setup. By the way, I thank the Knicks, 17 and 65. Phoenix and Cleveland also dog meat this season and proud of it. 19 and 63, the Suns and the Cavaliers. East, 
not getting to 20 wins. Again, Sam Hinkie would be. They're going to get the Sam Hinkie commemorative banner. I believe the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Phoenix Suns, and the New York Knicks will hang a banner in homage to the king of tank, Sam Hinkie, somewhere body surfing off the coast of California at this hour in that cold, dirty water. I don't understand why anybody would do that anyway. Even when I lived out there, I, know. I never did that. We're so spoiled now. Well, our water's dirty and cold, too, here on the East Coast. I'm not, yeah. I'm not no, just I'm knocking saying, the specific. I'm saying we're spoiled because now I, I, I was spoiled since I was a little girl being able to travel all over the place. But definitely as an adult, when your blood thins mm-hmm. and you get wimpy like you. Let me get back to the NBA playoff matchups as we speak. So I gave you the, <laughs> by the way, the Sixers will start on a Saturday day game. Their first game of the playoffs against your Brooklyn Nets will be at 2.30 on Saturday afternoon at the Wells Fargo Center. Toronto and Orlando, the 2-7 matchup in the East. And you got Boston and Indiana, the 4-5 matchup. In the West, your Golden State Warriors, the one seed, take on the eight seed, your Los Angeles Clippers. Denver, the two, against the San Antonio Spurs, the seven the Portland Trailblazers and Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder. Say that fast five times. You down with OKC? That's the 3-6. And, of course, Houston. Hello. Houston. Wait a minute. I have Houston playing Oklahoma City, too. That's not correct. I messed something up here. How did I write down the, uh, the same team playing Houston and Portland here? Because Portland's the three. Oklahoma City is the six. Houston's the four. Who's the damn five? I got to look it up now. I just wrote it down when I was doing my research. Well, while you're looking that up, I just want to thank all these people who are now switching over from the Facebook live feed to the Twitch feed. Yes. We even have um, several people who have already subscribed to Twitch Prime. Thank you so much to, um, uh, what is it? EA Herak, who subscribed with Twitch Prime. Thank you. And the Swedish chef is in there too. And Jace. JCR Dan Doc, 1218, um, is asking... No, it's Jordan Doc. Oh, see, I... I hate to do it to you already, Rob. I can't see those small... I hate to do it to you this early in the show, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And it's not my style to be abusive (laughs) or talk down. I'm not a... I'm not a... I'm not a... uh, I swear I need, like, magnifying... Misogynist. Can I just point out, this is what I'm supposed to be reading. Right here... And it's really teeny tiny tiny letters, and it kind of gets blurry. On Make it the bigger. Feed, uh, no, Make I'm... it bigger. <laughs> That's what I say all the time. Make it bigger. So on the feed, it's nice and big because I can change the font level. But on my little chat on the side, it's just really teeny, and it's and it's hard to see. But um, so for those of you that are listening on the Facebook live feed, I won't be able to keep this up much longer because I need my hands. So everybody that is on Facebook live right now, you are not getting the full um, sound. You are not getting the full right. uh benefits of what we are doing now daily from 12 to 3 p.m. So if you are on Facebook Live, I'm going to be hanging up here in just a minute stopping this video. Please go over to twitch.tv, T-W-I-T-C-H, twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. Exactly. You don't need to do anything other than um, there's no cost at all involved. 
um, if you have never been on Twitch, just create a little profile. You can listen to us right away. Follow us so that you get emails or texts. Whenever, whenever we, go we go live, you'll know. We, we're doing Monday to Friday, noon to three initially, and then we will do other separate shows. We did one Monday night mm -hmm. out in East Norridan as a nighttime show, but primarily noon to three, Monday to Friday. And obviously, when we travel around, we'll be able to do it from wherever we are. That's the great advantage, and we'll be able to do it live. Correct. And if you are an Amazon Prime member, you can get your Twitch Prime membership for free. Exactly. And it gives you additional benefits. So it's fantastic. Beautiful. Or as Tony say, beautiful. So I'm finishing this video right now. But please, everybody that's there, go to the Twitch. Switch to Twitch. Exactly. We love you and we miss you and we hope to see you on the other side. Now, jbo 247 says, wait. I thought Twitch was for video game nerds at moderately attractive, scantily clad chicks playing Mario Brothers. Well, it's for that, too. And that's, that's really how it started. Although you can't be scantily clad, though, now. No, I've, I have had strict instructions that I have to have T-shirts that cover, like I can show just the, like, the first inch or just a so tip for just a second. Of, of my cleavage. <laughs> but if I show any more, then... I think that's an outrage, that, that a man can be perfectly topless has nipples just like a woman. Some men have breasts just like a woman. Yet, men can be topless all the time, but women can't. I just never quite understood that. Again, not because I don't look at uh, people's body parts strictly as sexual. They're, 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 they're there for a reason. They're not sexual objects. Breasts are important. They are important. Men's breasts aren't that important. We call them pecs. But it's okay to show men's pecs that are all jacked up. But we can't show women's breasts in this country. You go around the world. It's not offensive. It's not dirty. I just don't understand it. It's ridiculous. Um, Rafi Prieto just said, took me two minutes to download the app on my phone, sign up, and find Bruno Nation Live. Boom. Boom. So you can get it anywhere on your devices. Oh, yeah. At home, in your office, wherever you are. You can listen to us every day. And then when we travel... And then you can follow us there, too. Swedish, uh, Swedish Chef 2015 says, how do we confirm our Amazon Prime membership with Twitch? Bork, bork, bork. Because he's Swedish. Do you get it? Yes. Um, Whatever happened to the Swedish bikini team, though? They disappeared. I, well, how because, old do you, you think know, they are now? It's inappropriate now. The Swedish dicks, though. That show's off the air, but you like that one. I loved the Swedish dicks. What about Swedish fish? I'm, I'm okay with Swedish fish. No, I don't like it. It's those. a little bit too sweet for me. But um, so if you have a Prime Amazon Prime membership, there, if you look underneath our um, and go to info on our Bruno Nation Live page, shouldn't it be right there on the front page? There's a big red button that says Twitch mm -hmm. Prime. Just click on that, and then it'll that's not the nuclear code. You're not blowing up Russia or China. You're simply going to save the world by subscribing. Again, I feel like I'm on NPR. Subscribe right now, and we'll send you a tote bag. In fact, we got a lot of old tote bags. We should give those away. I know. Well. We do have, <laughs> we have all sorts of stuff. We, you know, we, I have a huge bag full of swag that I think that we should find an appropriate. Yeah, uh, we will do that. Bit. And so, so we thank everybody. I mean, I know that this is new, and we're just a lot of people don't quite get the Twitch thing if you're not a gamer. And so we're going to educate you, and we're, we're going to keep reminding you how it works. And Twitch is the reason we're with Twitch exclusively for video content, mm -hmm. is because they're the best in the world. Yeah. Nobody does it better. More people are on there. 
Uh, and again, I'm not knocking any other sites, but they approached us and said, hey, you know, Twitch has been huge all over the world. For gamers and e-gamers. Exactly, primarily yeah. gamers. But Amazon is involved with Twitch. Mm-hmm. And Amazon, everything they touch turns to gold yeah. or platinum now. And so they said, hey, you want to be on the Twitch platform? We'd love to have you on there because we're, we're getting more content, sports talk show host, talk show hosts of all types, radio, general talk show host. So we said, yeah, let's do it. And the setup is great. The interaction is live. Robin's working on a, uh, on a Skype feature, which we can then take live video calls. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I think the Skype is going to be just for guest call-ins because I can't um, take phone calls easily on Skype. It has right. to kind of be a preset. But I'm looking for some kind of a call screener that we used to have. But for example, if we want a big guest on, yes, we can then get a live video conference Correct. call, put it on. And you'll be able to see the guest as well. Everybody knows how Skype works. They do it at major networks now instead of bringing a camera. But since we're starting out, we're going to do it the way most people do. Now people we're going are to get a Twitch call. Luigi's. We're going to get the other person on so you can see yes. them. You can see both of us asking questions and answering questions. Right. And that'll be a good component like we, we, to the show. We have a call into Jeannie Bus, hoping that she'll be able to come on the show and talk a little bit about Magic Johnson. Exactly. That we announced And yesterday. the fact that for the first time, this is what's amazing too, back to the NBA for a second. First time since 2005 that LeBron James will not be involved in the NBA postseason. Wow. That's pretty amazing, that don't you think? Amazing. It is amazing. 2005, the last time he was in. Now you're talking about 14 years of LeBron every single year. And whatever team he was on, that team was always the favorite. He goes to the Lakers. They're an absolute shit show. Yeah, he didn't seem interested at all this year. Well, he was injured a lot, too. But he also saw that the team was a disaster. And now you've got the New York Knicks and the L.A. Lakers, two of the premier NBA franchises, both in total disarray and with no, no end in sight as far as there's no solution in, on the horizon. It's crazy. It is. I mean, who would have thought that was – and you get LeBron James saying, I'll go there and play there, and the team is worse than ever. It's yeah. unbelievable. And the Knicks have been a mess since the, since the 70s. It's unbelievable. By the way, Discord is not the way to go on Twitch. No, Discord is the way to go. Oh, it is the way to go. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And, Dis- and by the way, Swedish you, chef. And you don't even know what Discord is. I know what Discord is. Well, no, you don't know what it, the, the um, Ice Dog is referencing. Discord uh, is an app that allows oh. you to, it's a chat and live call app that I'm looking into. Oh, okay. We we don't like Discord. No, normally we like we discourse. Don't. We like a, we like to have a good discourse on this show. Yeah, normally you do not like Discord, but in the Twitch case you do now luigi makes appearances on the show he stopped in yesterday he works during the day yeah, a lot actually, of time. i think he's i set up an extra mic yes we have a mic him. so, so if luigi arrives- stops and anybody walks into the street knocks on the door you could be like a walk-on guest you could be like uh not photobombing us because we're going to have people come down here in the wine cellar yes as we are set up again and be with us celebrities people who walk by random hot chicks who are uh, perusing past yunk avenue We'll bring them down here. And and the wine cellar turned out really nice. We have the uh, thanks to Mr. Ed Nasta, our great friend who works for the liquor. Um, the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board. Control Board. The uh, fine wines and good yes, spirits. Fine wines we used to call people. them the state stores. Old school people like me still call them the state stores because they're run by the state. Now they're the fine wines and good spirits. And most of you know how much we love DIY and I am all about repurposing. Mm-hmm. I've been repurposing a lot of things in my life. (laughs) 
we won't go there. And um, so I asked him to get me um, wine, those really cool wine boxes. If you buy fine wine, or but they, they oftentimes come in these like pine boxes, and I took those and made all sorts of things out of them. So behind Tony, let me pan over here. Behind Tony, you see the... Um, I, I put the wine boxes on their side, up on the wall, after staining them. And oh, and now things are falling out, Robin. Great, Tony. But they're they're awesome. They're like yeah. they're like extra storage. And then I took the front panels behind me, right here, and I stained those and made a door out of them into our electrical box, so it doesn't look so funky. It looks good. It looks like a wine cask, but inside there, boom, the electrical box that I completely rewired here. But anyway, enough about our home improvement. Yeah. And Robin has the fake fireplace to commemorate the Augusta National. Oh, yeah. We have the fake fireplace going go, in the background. Is that showing up on camera? Here, hold on a second. I can go into... Can we get the two, the three shot or the two shot, whatever we call that camera up there? What are you looking for now, Robin? I was bending over so that they could see the fireplace. Oh, there. okay. It was kind of chilly down here in the basement. So Yeah. We went from too hot to chilly, and it's, it's a nice day. It's just like in the... In the Early. When it gets up to 85 one day, then when it's like 55, everybody thinks it's cold again. Anyway, the red reset button on our Amazon Prime, that is not Hillary Clinton's reset, no. Russian reset button. No. We are not using that. I think that was left behind that is correct. In, in Russia. We, we just know, we know where it's at, y'all, and Twitch is where it's at. Exactly. And by the way, you can set an alert on your phone as Jbo247 points out, for a notification on your phone whenever we start broadcasting. Every day at noon, for a reminder, it's like you know asking uh, Alexa to set an alarm for you. Right. Except you don't have to ask her anything. You just Once you put it in, it'll say, if we're going to do a special show somewhere, if we're out and about, we decide to go live on Twitch, boom. Boom. Now, we want to, we want to thank everybody for joining us. Um, I try to get everybody in here... Um, as much as I can. CSMC2080F says, Tony's the man. I follow him on Twitter and Facebook. He tells it like it is. Thank you. Um, and let's see. Um, oh, somebody was at, Ed was asking if we are doing the Cinco de Mayo show. Yes. We are work, yes. Brian, um, the fabulous now general manager mm -hmm. of Cantina Laredo, contacted us yesterday and asked if we were available. So um, it's it's good to go on our end. He just now needs to run it through headquarters. and But because they okayed it last year, most likely they will. And again. remember, Cinco de Mayo was on a Sunday this year. And the Kentucky Derby last year was also on Cinco de Mayo because it was Saturday. So the Kentucky Derby will be – so yet last year it was Kentucky Derby Day and Cinco de Mayo at the same time, and we did the show from Cantina Laredo yes. to commemorate both events live up in King of Prussia. But this year, Cinco de Mayo is on Sunday, so we're going to do a show from Cantina Laredo on Sunday. The Kentucky Derby will be the Saturday right, right. before it on yeah, the 4th. Last year we had a pony riding, tequila drinking, fun day Sunday. And it's going to be a lot of fun too. As long as the avocado, as long as there's tableside <sighs> guac – I don't know what Hopefully that do. emergency situation doesn't happen. Because how can you have Cinco de Mayo without guac? Well, maybe Cantina Laredo is already prepping and, and they're like... Because you can freeze avocado. You can? A lot of people don't realize that. You can take avocado, peel it, 
Yeah, um, you can't get the avocado with the with the nut still inside no, 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 and no. freeze those. You, you they get mushy. Scoop it out, right. take the avocado and put it in a vacuum. The, here's the the key is vacuum seal and you can freeze avocado. I did a not lot of know that. Did not yeah. That's your tip for the day, ladies and gentlemen, tip from your green grocer, Miss Robin. But it has to be vacuum sealed. So if you are worried that you are not gonna have avocado if we close the borders, go out, grab them now. Um Oh, there was something else I was going to say. Now I don't remember. Brain fart. And by the way. Oh, yes. I'm yeah. sorry. Harry, people are asking about the Tony Bruno, Harry May show. Um, it is on hold. We do still have several things in the works, and we are hoping to be able to announce something. But, um, you know, two steps forward, one step back. I know that that's what everybody wants and is hoping for, for the Tony Bruno, Harry Mays permanent reunion, not just an occasional thing. So um, it's about damn time. Well, thank you, LeBron. Yeah. And let us let us know any questions you have um, thoughts. That's what the great thing about Twitch is that I have much easier access to um, chat and then hopefully we'll have phone calls soon. Exactly. In the meantime, you can, as you can see or you can hear. We, will, we see your messages live, and we respond to pretty much all of them. So thank you for joining us. We mentioned the NBA, but how about hockey, Robin? While you were sleeping. And I, I went on to ESPN site today, and on the top it has like MLB, NBA, NFL, MMA. Right. Guess what's not on their top line of all the major sports? Uh, hockey? That is correct. I get hockey's not, but hockey is still one of the five it major is. sports. It's so silly that it's dissed so many, so much by different. And then I think it's not. A, you can go. There is a, there is a page for the NHL. Oh yeah, but it's not listed on the top yeah. scroll line of the. I mean, they have MMA, which is huge, but hockey is the ugly stepchild of sports media. Well, especially ESPN. The hypocrisy is when they had the NHL games, they promoted the hell out of it. Now that they don't have the NHL, they pretty much ignore it. Now, they'll show highlights. I'm not saying they won't show highlights on SportsCenter, but that's, a, that's an outrage. It is an outrage. I had to actually go look inside to find the hockey page on the top line. Do it's you- not like I'm looking for women's collegiate softball scores. They actually have college basketball still up there. And the college basketball season's over. It's so But no crazy. hockey? Now, the Swedish chef is saying, how about some love for my St. Louis Blues? I'm going to do that right now because you know what we have? We have hockey action. And this is why hockey is still a great sport and always has been. Because last night, in the first night with the boys on the ice, three of the home teams lost at home in their opening games. How about the Tampa Bay Lightning at home where they've been awesome all year lose game one to the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-3. to Who saw that coming? How about your Winnipeg Jets at home up in Manitoba, eh? The St. Louis Blues go in there and win game one. And then the Nashville Predators. A team that a lot of people think are Stanley Cup, they certainly are Stanley Cup contenders. And again, this is only game one, but when you have a game one situation in the playoffs on home ice, you have home field, home ice advantage, and you lose at home to Dallas in game one. Those are pretty stunning results. 
The Islanders beat the Penguins in overtime, but they were in New York and they're a higher seed. And the San Jose Sharks beat your Las Vegas. What's the what's the name of the team in Las Vegas, Robin? Uh, oh, shoot. I hate to do it to you. It's the gold- Golden Knights, Golden Robin. Knights. There That's we go. It. I was thinking Saints because I was looking, but it's the Golden Knights. I knew that. So Vegas loses to, to the, and that's not a shock. But how about the Sharks? In that game, I was watching the highlights. Joe Pavelski, the captain of your San Jose Sharks, had a, had a puck hit him in the mouth. Hit him in the, it, wait a minute. Let me, can I finish this? I have to say this. No, really- don't interrupt. Mike. Let me just give the damn result. Damn it. Joe Pavelski, a shot, he's standing right in front of the net. The puck hits him in the jaw, loosening, popping out a couple of teeth, then the puck bounces into the net for a goal. He scored a goal off his jaw, lost some teeth, and the Sharks won the hockey game. How great is that? That's how tough a hockey player is. That's like a baseball player getting hit in the face and then continuing to play on. Hockey players are not only the toughest, but they are the most down-to-earth, the most grounded, and the nicest out of all sports players. Exactly. But you got to watch that goal because you don't realize it. Pavelski standing in front of the net, puck comes up. It wasn't meant to hit him in the jaw, but it hits him in the jaw. It goes off his jaw and then into the net for the goal. Ouch. But in the meantime, he, he lost a couple of teeth in the process. Yeah. He was spitting chiclets, as we say. Ouch. Back in Damn. the day. Beautiful. And I'm sorry man. I was interrupting you. I was trying to say goodbye to Clean Cletus, who apparently was listening to us from Korea. Really? And he was saying that he had to go to bed because it's nighttime in Korea. And I knew that he was signing off, so I wanted to say goodbye to him before. Right. That's but you can't interrupt a hockey, an NHL opening night hockey action playoff stuff. I We're know. talking about the playoffs here, Robin. I love clean, clean, uh, clean Cletus. That's what you call him? That's yeah, what it I'm, is. It it's is clean it, Cletus. I'm trying to see what it says, but I, I'm pretty sure. Good that's night to all of our friends in South Korea, I'm assuming he's listening. I don't think they allow uh, internet yet in the North yeah, Korea to our friends probably. there. So it's South Korea, I'm sure. It's a disgrace. We got to get that situation straight and straightened out. You know what I'm saying? Yes, um, you are absolutely correct, Dan Du. Uh, and they blew they, a 3 nothing lead, they do by the get way. They paid the less. Out of all of the players in sports, hockey players get paid nah, the least. No, the top guys get big money. Well, yeah, but on average, I mean, they don't, they like. In other sports, basketball, football, even the lowest paid person gets paid pretty well. Whereas in hockey, the lowest paid person, you know, I mean, it's not like they're suffering. But. I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to pit one sport against another. All sports and their playoffs are great, but I've been saying this forever: the NHL playoffs are the most exciting because you saw what happened last night. There's not one team that you say you could say. The Sharks are going to win this. They've never won a Stanley Cup. You could say the Sharks are going to win this year, and you may be right. You could say the Nashville Predators are going to win this year, and you may be right. You could say Tampa Bay is going to win this year, and you may be right. You could say the Islanders, if they get hot and the goaltending's great. It's the only sport where an eight seed can actually go all the way, or the favorites can lose in the first round. In the NBA... Not to knock the league, but we know the Golden State Warriors are the team to beat. But this year at least, I'll say this, Denver's been an unbelievable story in the NBA. Portland and Oklahoma City are good. Houston, there's a lot of really good competition in the West. And that's pretty much why people in the East were happy that LeBron James went to the Lakers 
and, and brought more power to the West. But unfortunately, the Lakers suck, and so he didn't really help them even get into the playoffs. But I think there's much more competition in the West this year and challenging the Golden State Warriors than there has been in the past. Because as good as the Warriors are, I mentioned Denver, can they beat the Warriors in seven games? I don't know. Can Portland win in seven games? Can Houston beat the Warriors? Can Oklahoma City beat the Warriors? They got a chance at least. I don't think they'll be sweeps. But in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks are the one seed. An amazing, amazing story. Smaller league, but they get that superstar in the Greek freak, and they put together a nice mix, and he's probably going to be the MVP if not James Harden. All the people chanting MVP here in Philly, you know, for Joel Embiid, he didn't play enough to be the MVP. Sat out too many games. You can't be the MVP. And it's not a knock. I mean, if the guy gets, all players take nights off. And Brett Brown has been careful with him to make sure that he has a lot of energy left when it matters, which is this time of the year. But he's not the MVP. But the Bucks, Toronto, Orlando, Brooklyn, Boston. Boston, obviously, is not the power that they were last year. Everybody was going crazy about the Boston Celtics. They're still a four seed. Can they do damage? Can Indiana do damage? I think the I think the playoffs in the NBA this year will be more exciting because I don't think there's like really incredible mismatches in the first round. I don't think you're going to see any 4-0 sweeps. And that's what makes it fun. When a team is so much better than the other team in the first round and you see a four-game sweep, to me, that's not that's not good. Anyway. Brett Brown also takes nights off, according to some of the people here who are not Brett Brown fans. Now, I will say this. I've been critical of Brett Brown, just like, just like media and fans are of every coach. You, you, you're, the, the 76er fans in this town, the younger fans, all of a sudden now have determined that the Sixers are, you're, you're not allowed to criticize. You're not allowed to second guess anything when, when it comes to the 76ers. You're not allowed to second guess the coach. You're not allowed to second-guess the players. You can't say, wow, that guy played terribly tonight because then they'll jump on you because how dare you as a sports fan or as a media member be objective and call it as it is. Gabe Kapler in his first years with the Phillies last year, people were calling for his head. I'm not saying you have to call for somebody's head because I don't do that. I never say this coach should be fired or that coach should be fired. I don't make those calls. I'll say you this, though. If Brett Brown and the Sixers lose in the first round to the Brooklyn Nets, I think he's in deep, deep trouble from a front office standpoint. It's not all his fault. But the bottom line is he still has say. This team has a terrible bench, and their starting five doesn't play together because guys are getting nights off, and that's going to be the big that's going to be the thing to watch. Can the Sixers put their starting five out there and all of a sudden act as if nothing happened? Their defense will play great. I would I'd love to see that. But if they don't and they lose to the Brooklyn Nets, who don't match up well, and Brett Brown's right about that, I wouldn't be surprised if Brett Brown becomes, the hot seat becomes too hot for the Sixers to not have to make a move and bring people back to believe in him. Again, I'm not a knocker. I don't call for his head. Guys, he's been here a while. He's got the pieces now, and yet this team underachieves. They got 50 wins, which is great, for two seasons in a row. But once they hit that 50-win plateau, they pretty much mailed in the rest of the games. So it was like, we got to 50, now let's just get ready for the playoffs. But you don't get ready for the playoffs when you're still a young team that's learning how to win 
and make the step up to the next level to be a potential championship team. I don't think this, I said this the other day, it's not like Phil Jackson with the Lakers when he had Kobe and Shaq and those guys. All he did was say, go out there and play, boys. Roll out the ball. And he knew his team was ready to play. They would throw, the Lakers were capable of throwing that proverbial playoff switch. The Warriors are capable of throwing that playoff switch. But not many other teams, especially young teams who aren't used to winning and going deep into the playoffs and being a championship contender. That's what I'm saying. You know, the Flyers coaches, they get ripped all the time and they get fired all the time. The general managers get ripped. The Eagles, look at, look at, look at, look at Doug Peterson. He won a Super Bowl. When people said that he wasn't, he shouldn't, he wasn't qualified to be an NFL head coach. Wins a Super Bowl in the second year. He comes back the next season after winning a Super Bowl. People would think he's, you can't criticize the guy because he'll never have to buy another drink in Philly. You've heard those times. You win a Super Bowl, this guy will never have to buy a drink. Doug Peterson is still respected, but there were people early in the season who were saying, see, that was a fluke. Doug Peterson's not a good coach. Look at all these guys who left. Look at the assistants who left, and now all of a sudden he can't coach. My point is, fans can always criticize players as long as they do it as fans. I'm not talking about threatening players or going on Twitter and, and putting vile stuff because a guy has a bad game. I'm talking about constructive. That's why you're a fan. If you're not, if you don't care about what your coaching team, what the coaches of your favorite teams are doing, or what the players on your favorite teams are doing, you're not a fan. You don't care. And, and, and Bill Giles told me this many, many years ago when the Phillies were bad at Veteran Stadium, when he would call into the show when I was on WIP. I said, Bill, because that's when sports radio first started. That's the first time fans could call in and second-guess teams live because back then, you know, you had, uh, you had to wait for the, uh, for the commentators, the newspaper guys, the columnists the next day to give their opinions, and that's what people based it on. You had opinions at home, but you had no place to express it back then. So when Sports Talk Radio started, fans started calling in and voicing their displeasure with the Phillies on sports radio. So I asked Bill Giles, who was in charge of the Phillies, I said, Bill, does it bother you when you hear fans now calling into the radio station to complain and criticize the manager or the players? He said, no. You know why? He said, because that means they care. If they're going to pick up a phone and call into a radio station, to argue or complain about the manager or the players, that means they care. If they don't call in or have an opinion, that's when you know you've lost them. And those words ring true to this day because there's always going to be people calling in and criticizing. But when you you have no interest in your team, when the fans aren't calling anymore, complaining or paying attention, then you've lost them. And that's the problem with a lot of teams around the league. So anyway, there's your NBA wrap-up. But I, don't, I think Brett Brown may get the bums rush if the Sixers somehow lose to the Brooklyn Nets. And it's, it's quite possible. The Nets give them trouble. Hopefully the Sixers can regroup and get their acts together and win a series they should win. They have to win a first-round series after winning 50 games. You have to make a progression. And to me, if the Sixers don't beat the Nets, that's a failure. I'm sorry. That's a failure. That's being honest. That's being someone who expects the gradual improvement that we've seen with this team as they get pieces together. Losing in the first round is not a gradual improvement. I'm sorry. People would be saying if they got to play Toronto, 
in the first round. They wouldn't have a great chance of beating them. They'd have a chance, but they wouldn't be favorites to beat them. So you've got to win the first round. I don't want to hear about what well, it's a bad matchup. All bad, all matchups are bad matchups if you can't beat the team. You're better than the Brooklyn Nets. You should beat them. That's the way I look at it. But if the Brooklyn Nets win, that means, A, they played better, and they won the series. It's possible. Is it probable? I don't know. But right now, bottom line is this. Sixers have to beat the Nets. And then there's no, no Sixer apologist. Uh, what do I call them? I don't want to call them basement dwellers because I'm a basement dweller. We're doing this in the basement. I started my broadcasting career in a basement doing a fake radio show. So when everybody always resorts to, you're in mom's basement somewhere. I was in mom's basement before it was cool. Back in 1968. Before basements were cool. Before they were man caves or wine cellars. They were called cellars, but it wasn't she-she. Remember, people say, let's go down the cellar. When you grow up in the city, you go down the cellar, Robin. Now cellar means something cool, right? You say the cellar. The cellar usually means, well, they have like restaurants and stuff. Exactly, but the cellar is not a negative connotation. Right. The basement is now a negative connotation. But basements used to be cool because you'd put paneling up, you know, back in the day when people actually started like using their basements as living spaces. Because they had like the pool table. Yeah, you had the drop ceiling. You had the crappy wood paneling. You you had this... uh, the uh, crappy checkerboard tiles on the floor, the vinyl tiles, the squares. We just got um, a quick message from Tootvid, the, Faneuil, the, the great, fabulous Nathaniel Dotson. He's up to like 17 kids now. <laughs> when we were first started working with him, he had no, we saw the, the his wife's pregnancy and the first baby born. Yep. And now a couple of years later, they got three kids. I know. I didn't even know she was pregnant again. I mean, we found out that he had a son. Um, uh, about a little bit over a year ago, and we're like, okay, you know, they're going to slow down. No, no slowing Every time down. we look, she's giving birth. Yep. And I say, exactly, no. And he works hard. Yes, he does. He's very so. Anyway, the um, what I'm doing now, I just did a little while ago on Facebook to get everybody to. I'm doing now on Periscope. For those of you guys that are listening on Periscope, um, I'm only doing this to show you that we are on daily. Please make the switch over to Twitch. We are switch on, to Twitch. Switch to Twitch. We are on Twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. Um, that way you will get the full audio because obviously you are not getting all of the sound drops and all the fun stuff. One of our loyal followers, Patty Perks, is on now watching on Twitch and listening. And Cole Cole, 26, points out about sellers and the the topic of sellers versus basements. Right. The only sellers that existed back in the old days were the ones that the Phillies were in almost every single year. Let me give him a roaring round of applause. That's good seller knowledge right there. You know, because they would call them seller dwellers. When your team was bad and you were in last place all the time, you were cellar dwellers, baby. And cellars are cool now. Basements are not. Just remember that. And man caves, in my world, are non-existent. Right. Because that is the, that's the absolute sheer definition of misogyny. Right? Because yeah. now everybody's a misogynist. The guy says something to a woman, he's a misogynist. The patriarchy. Calling your basement or your cellar a man cave? Isn't that disrespecting? No, I mean the women I in the house. I, I, well, 
I've always thought of it as misogynistic. I don't care about it. Just it sounds. Everybody's stupid. invited into my cellar. It sounds stupid. I don't know the man cave. It's you know, it's stupid. It, and anybody it who says man cave from this moment on should be pillared, pilloried. It's pilloried. I think. What is pilloried? What Look it you, up. It's, if, it's, if you're I'm, pilloried, I'm sure. what do you do? What you're, do we, you know, you're like ashamed. You're wow. you're. We could you know do the shame shame shame, shame, shame thing. Shame, shame. Um, Wasn't that in Game of Thrones? Is that yes, where the shame shame is, shame came from? Yes. I thought that was a song by uh, Aretha Franklin. So shame, shame. I'm going to be stopping the Periscope stream okay. um, in just a moment, but I want to show people. So this is my little video studio, and so if you log on to Twitch TV onto Bruno Nation Live, you will be able to see multi cameras and multi audio, and um, you can support us through there. It's a it's a really fantastic app. Um, if you're not familiar, if you're not a gamer, you probably aren't familiar with Twitch, and we are going to educate you on how fantastic it is. Twitch was purchased by Amazon. Amazon now wants, because Twitch is the biggest live streaming platform in the entire world, um, they have like 30 million viewers a day. Um, they want you, oh, Howard Eskin. I wonder is Howard Twitch, Eskin on there? Well, he he just checked in on um, on Facebook, on Periscope. Oh, but we want to. We're telling people to switch over to. I need Twitch. Howard to come down because he's down here at the sports complex all the time, covering stuff. I mean, you got to get Howard in the basement. He's not that far from here. Come no. by. There's a parking. We got parking during the day. Yeah. We'll keep, you know, we'll keep the uh, PPA people at bay as long as we keep him. Uh, as long as he's here for two hours or less, he's safe. He's safe. <laughs> Um, and, and we have great wine. Go figure. Yes, exactly. Um, and so Twitch, it's free to join. Um, you can follow us. Please make sure you follow at the very least so that you get notified whenever we go live. Mm -hmm. But then you can also have access to the full Bruno Nation live experience with all archive shows, special um, postings, et cetera, et cetera. And if you are an Amazon Prime member, because who isn't? Then you can subscribe to Bruno Nation Live on Twitch Prime for free. Exactly. That's a $4.99 value every month. $4.99. $4.99 or get it for free if you have Amazon Prime. And right. who doesn't? And so that's access every day to everything we do. And it's a great system. And as you can hear it, the sound quality is good. Well, the video quality is good. No, but I'm talking about yes. the Twitch feed. Yeah, the Twitch feed is fantastic. So so this is where you go. You go to, I'm just going to show everybody here. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. Right. You'll come to this. I got to play the thinking music. You just click on that little though, sign though. up. And then you follow. Um, you'll see the little purple heart. Um, just click follow and you will immediately follow us. And then right next to that is the subscribe button. So, um, so Johnny Dell on Periscope is saying he misses you on the radio. It's all crap now. Well, that's why you need to come over to switch. Exactly. That's, we do what we want here. And this is what I've been saying to all the different interviews. I was on Aaron Bender's uh, podcast out there in LA at KFI and, uh, we talked about my career, and one of the things I'm happy about at this stage, you know, people can say, well, you know, I, I can't get a job anymore. Nobody wants me. That's not the case. I've gotten to the point in my career after doing this for 50 years that I like working for myself now. It's not that I can't work with anybody or for anybody. We control everything here. This is our channel. We do what we want. 
Nobody yeah. says talk about bring it back to the Eagles. Yep. When we when we can talk about anything else, that's it's autonomy. Isn't that what we want? Yes. Do we want the government controlling what we say and do? No. Do we want some guy sitting in an ivory tower telling me what to talk about on my own show anymore? Hell no. no. Hell no. And now people are asking. Bob from Valley Forge, who we saw the other night up there in East Mar- East uh, Norriton at the Green Turtle, how do I get Twitch for free on Amazon Prime? If you are looking at our video feed on twitch.tv right now, Bruno just Nation scroll Live. down info. There's going to be a big, big red button that says Twitch Prime. Just click on that. It'll bring you to the page, and it'll show you exactly how to incorporate your Twitch, excuse me, your Amazon Prime membership and designate it to Bruno Nation Live. Exactly. And then boom. Super simple. And then you have to renew it every month. Nathaniel Focus just did it. He said he just used his Twitch Prime subscription on us. No better use for it. It's free, and it's easy to use if you have Amazon Prime. And you can hear the quality is good. The video is good. We'll be having video streaming. We'll be able to have uh, uh, our Skype calls when we get guests from around the world. We'll put them on Skype, and you'll see them live on the and show I'll, with us. I'll be working on getting um, a call, a regular caller line as well, so that uh, everybody that's logged in live, they can contact us during the show so that we can have regular phone calls like we used to and like Tony used to on, on radio. And um, we'll be able to do remotes. And, oh, here, yes, somebody mentioned Bubba the Love Sponge has been on Twitch for a while. Yes. Yep. In He's fact, been Bubba the Love Sponge was the first over-the-air radio guy who was has, still has a show, obviously, and he was doing Facebook Live and wasn't making any money with it. And then Twitch approached him, and he was, he, in the beginning, he was like, I, I don't know about Twitch, you know, I'm on. And then they said to him, how much money do you make by your, you know, all the people who watch you on Facebook Lives? He said, nothing. So he now has a... His video stream is strictly, exclusively on Twitch.tv. Yep. He still does his radio show. We, we, we did that the other night when we were on 97.3 ESPN. We were on the air on the radio station where they could hear it through that app or listen to it on the air. Right. But our Twitch feed was on also, which is the exclusive video content. But if you have Twitch TV, you get video and audio at the same time. Correct. And so that's the advantage. You know okay. what I'm saying? So now I'm going to, for those of you who are still listening on Periscope, I'm now going to end this broadcast. So make sure you go over to twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live and you can get the rest of the show because we are still going to be on for another hour and a half. Beautiful. You do not want to miss out. Beautiful. Yeah, we're going to have to post on our Facebook page too how to sign because we have a new fa- Facebook page too, right? Isn't there a Bruno Nation Live Facebook page? There is, but I haven't used it yet. So, okay. I mean, I, I got them so somebody wouldn't steal them from us. Right. But what I'm hoping is that I can just change, you know, make them all into one. I don't know yet. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. It's going to grow every day. And we're willing to put in the work because, you know, I'm preparing for the regular show every day, like we're doing a regular radio show. I, we get up early every morning. We actually have a purpose now again in life. We just can't get out of stumble out of bed yeah. at noon and just uh, go do some plants in the back. Now, I'm still doing that after the show. I go out back. I'm making sure all the plants are cleaned up, getting ready to put all my vegetables in and my, my, my spinach, my lettuces, and all the other things. I've got the backyard all getting ready for the spring and summer. But this is fun because you, you get up in the morning now, and, and I do it every way. I check sports even when I'm not doing shows. But now I'm, I'm digging deeper. Yeah. 
deeper well, the, into the all the things. The big news on yesterday's show was that Miss Robin actually took a shower. I know. I know. These are the Wash kinds of things hair. you're not going to get. Miss <laughs> Robin will have a Florida man update. Florida will be pretty much a regular. If you don't, you can't go a day without a Florida man update. And we'll have that. We'll keep you up to date on the Masters too. I've got the TV on in the background. Of course, they can't show it, but we're getting the update on the. Uh, you can see the practice now. Golf Channel can't show the the event yet until later on today. But Justin Rose on the practice tee, Phil Mickelson and Justin Thomas have afternoon tees. Tiger Woods teed off this morning, and I'll get you the very latest as we keep an eye on it for you, the Masters, the patrons, and the pimento sandwiches. Ugh. I think they're pimento and cheese sandwiches That's are the tradition. Or, or it's like pimento cheese sandwiches. No, but you know what they do at the Masters to their credit? They could they could gouge people. They could gouge you when you go there. Like you go to a sporting event, you know, you're gonna pay ridiculous amounts for a slice of pizza, a hot dog, a cheesesteak, beers. The prices are ridiculous. They actually price things reasonably at, at, at Augusta National. Yeah. And you would think if anybody was willing to pay for anything, they sell expensive stuff like a T-shirt or a hat. That stuff's ridiculously expensive. But like sandwiches and food and, and, and drinks, they don't gouge people. And I got to give them credit for that because there's any way, you know, you could, you could rip the Augusta National and all the pretentious stuff that they do and this we're better than anybody else mentality that seems to permeate from that organization. But it's a great course and it's a great tournament. Meanwhile, Robert's going to find the, the uh, Masters. We gave you the NHL, the NBA playoffs, and I mentioned LeBron. And that's, that's the one thing. Obviously, LeBron is a guy that they talk about every single day on ESPN and most basketball programs. because he's, he, But he's starting to me, I think LeBron's peak has been reached. I think in the next couple of years, LeBron James will not be seen as you got to have him on your team to win an NBA championship. Remember, when he was drafted by Cleveland, they didn't win an NBA championship because they had to build around him. Then he leaves, and he goes to Miami, and he brings in Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, and they win championships. Then he goes back to Cleveland, and they finally win a championship. And he's been that guy, which a lot of teams are always like. Like Bryce Harper is the guy in the baseball because he was available. He came to the Phillies, and now the Phillies have reason to believe that they're getting closer to being a contender once again, to win a championship. Now, if LeBron had come to Philly, which a lot of people were led to believe last year by a whole bunch of crap that was being thrown around, would the Sixers be closer to an NBA championship? I say yes. I say because LeBron James, with the guys that the Sixers had around him, would be closer to being the top dog in the East. Milwaukee's very good, but they're the number one seed. Boston has taken a step back. Washington, a couple of years ago, with John Wall, who's now can't stay healthy, was considered an up-and-coming team, and now they're a disaster area. They fired their GM. So you have to have that nucleus. And the Sixers have a nucleus of guys, and Milwaukee has that one guy and good players around him. But to me, if LeBron had come to Philly, it would not have been a disastrous ending for the team, like it was in L.A., Right, And it wasn't a disastrous ending for him because he's got so many other things going on. But I'm sure deep down inside, he's got to be thinking, I just wasted a year of my career going to a place where they rolled out the red carpet for mm-hmm. me, allowed me to pretty much say who I liked and didn't like, right. who I wanted to play with and who I didn't want to play with. And Magic Johnson bails after their final home game. 
And now they're absolutely in disarray, the Los Angeles Lakers, despite getting LeBron James, the most coveted free agent, last year. That's remarkable. It is. I mean, it, I don't feel bad for him, though. No, but I'm saying if you look at athletes and they talk about a wasted year and a wasted year, guy gets hurt and he misses an entire year, you know, especially when you're in your prime. And LeBron's in his prime. You, use a, you lose a year of prime time in your career? Yeah. I mean, what will the Lakers do? to become better next year. They don't have a president. Jeannie Buss is the owner of the team. She's cleaned house. She got rid of her brother. Her brother, Jim Buss, was, was running the team. Was and then she said, out of there. get the hell out of here, Jim. So Jim Buss is gone. They got rid of their GM last year, Mitch Kupchak, and they handed the keys to Magic Johnson and LeBron James. And Magic Johnson bails, and LeBron James is going is going home to produce executive produce fifty thousand TV shows that he's involved with. So he's got his life after basketball oh, all yeah. set. He doesn't. That's nobody's got I, to do I a benefit. But do I, I know I'm talking about from a basketball fan perspective. What LeBron does in his private life with his investments and his executive producer jobs and all of these TV projects he's in, good for him because one day his basketball playing days will be over, and he knows what he's going to do for the rest of his life. The TV, the producing stuff, he's great at it. And he's producing a lot of good stuff. A lot of guys don't have that when their careers are over in basketball or in any sport. They got it. Well, what am I going to do with my life now? You know, not everybody's a Dennis Rodman who can go over to North Korea, you know, and play ball with the Kim Jong un or, or try to help save the world and bring world peace like Dennis uh, Rodman did. So you got to have a career. And LeBron James is all set. Jose did not get out, though, because people are wondering, where's Jose from Norristown? He did not make it out to the green. I don't believe Jose even is aware of our new Twitch situation. I think he might be aware, um, but for those of you who do not know, he is not uh, mobile himself. He needs assistance in getting to locations. Exactly. So he doesn't every, drive. Yeah, he doesn't drive, and... Um, he is but all we were assuming that since it was close by, East Narodin and Norristown are not that far. It wasn't a real long road trip. Right. We would have even gotten him a, an Uber or a Lyft. Yeah, we should have th- thought of that, but we had a lot on our plate that night. Yeah, we had to get everything set up, and uh, and uh, Bob Krause, who set the equipment up, we had to set up Joe. our Joe Krause, who had to set up the equipment and put the thing together. We wanted to make sure we got there early and get set up and everything underway. And the, and the sound on Twitch was awful that night because I still didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, it wasn't Twitch's <laughs> fault. It, it was, was Robin. It was my fault. You're not, you're not passing the blame, passing the no, buck, no. are you? No, hell no. It was it was me. Um, I thought I had it all worked out, but I did not. But now we do. And for that, we thank you. Meanwhile, what else? Is, we, did you find a Florida man story, Robin? Well, there was one in particular you were talking about, and I did not find that one. I yet. call it Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. You know the great Billy Joel song? Scenes from an Italian Restaurant? Um, that's not the song I want, but that's what I'm calling this update. It's about a Florida man and a particular Italian restaurant. And you'll be able to find it because I, I saw it this morning on a couple of places. Because I do have a, uh, a, a Florida man story as well. Well, it's impossible not to find Florida man stories. They, they find you, really. And by the way, our good buddy uh, Ed Nasta, off mm-hmm. to work now. Enjoy your day. Well, thank you, Ed. Thanks for checking in, and thanks for, thanks for subscribing. Robin, I hate to do it to you. This is, a Flor- this is like maybe the number one Florida man story of the week. Was it on Florida man? No, it's, I saw it on the internet. 
Okay, just give me the title of something. It's like Florida Man Arrested at, at an Italian Restaurant. Just look up Florida Man Italian Restaurant. That's the whole premise of the story. And if you look at the guy, he's actually a pretty good-looking guy. Got the long hair. You can't find it? It is not the first thing on the... Well, I don't know if it's the first thing, but it's the first Florida story, I, and I wasn't even looking for it. It appeared on my, it appeared on my, on my Twitter feed, at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter. That stuff appears on my Twitter feed, and that's how I see it primarily. Because then I don't, if I don't have time to go scanning all these weird news sites or the Florida Man site, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Are you sure it was recent? Yes, it was, it was this past Sunday. So it's a couple days old, but it was this week. You want me to find it? For, I was trying to print it, but the problem was when I was upstairs in the office trying to print it out, it's one of those stories that requires like six pages because they have pictures in between it. And I didn't want to have all that stuff, so you would have to go between the stories. There's another great story I wanted to print about Instagram models and what they're doing now. And I want to get to that, too, because that's an important story for the world to look at. I've been talking about Instagram models, and there's a lot of beautiful women on Instagram. And I said the other day that back in the day, you know, women who wanted to get a lot of attention before all of the social media stuff Mm -hmm. was out of Instagram, they would have to go, you know get a centerfold in Playboy, and then you became well-known. And everybody knew who the playmate of the month was, the playmate of the year, right? right? Same thing with Penthouse. You were in those magazines, not necessarily nude, but you certainly became recognizable because everybody knew who they were. But now as those magazines start to become moot, for the most part, with the Internet showing you everything, right. Instagram has become huge. So a lot of female models, good-looking women, are on Instagram. And a lot of them now are finding ways to make money. Some of them, you know, find NBA players or football players because they're on there and the athletes are on there looking at these beautiful women. And when an athlete sees a beautiful woman, a beautiful woman, Joel Embiid is hooked up with one mm-hmm. who's absolutely gorgeous. Right. James Harden's girlfriend is an Instagram model. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I saw a story this morning what's going on in New York. That Instagram models, not all of them have big endorsement deals. Not all of them make a lot of money. Even if they have a lot of people who are following them, they're trying to monetize it and make money off it, which is good because that's what everybody's trying to do in life. So now there's a new app where Instagram models can go on Uh and basically beg for free food, free yoga classes, and all kinds of free stuff. If they're willing to go to a location, there's one guy who has a deli in New York who's now accepting Instagram models to come to his place and he will feed them as long as they stand there and post it on their Instagram, which has all of these followers, right? So here it is. It's like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And I thought this was an amazing story. I'm reading the whole thing. There's a lot of pictures, and that's why I couldn't print it out because it's one of those stories. It's in the New York Post. Uh, it was on another website that had a million pictures of Instagram models, so it was like 14 pages to print out just to read the content. So I'm crazy. doing this from memory. So Instagram models are now saying, hey, you know, if you want me to come to your restaurant and you want to feed me, I'll, have it, I'll take a picture holding a sandwich or breakfast. I'll post it on my Instagram, mention your store, and then boom, that store gets free advertising, right? Yeah. And now they're even doing yoga classes. Like, Instagram models are looking for free yoga classes. If you're a yoga studio, invite me. I'll come out and I'll tell everybody I'm at your yoga studio. I'm sure they'll do something else, too. Now, that pippin' ain't easy, Robin. 
But that's see, I'm not going to rip that because so that's is, smart. Is Instagram becoming the new? Um, what do they discontinue? Well, it's not Tinder because Tinder you're no, looking for sex. Well, Tinder they are still, but but the, what's the one that they Craigslist? Craigslist is long gone. I know it's but gone. The, but these so aren't these aren't these aren't people looking for sexual encounters or casual encounters. Maybe no. If they're looking for jobs, if they're looking for free food, they're not saying we'll we'll have sex for food. That's prostitution. This is a, in a sense prostitution, but nobody <laughs> nobody's exchanging bodily fluids here. It's Instagram models who are hot. They they say, hey, I want to. I'm looking for free yoga classes. What yoga studio is not going to say, hey, she's got. 250,000 Instagram followers. Some of these women have millions of followers. I know, and right? they have so a lot of money. They don't need anything money, else for free. If you're spending money on advertising to try to get your yoga studio on the map, are you going to go out and put ads in local newspapers? Or are you going to have an Instagram model come in, do some free classes, and pretty much blow up your business? That's what the Kardashians became famous at doing on Twitter and on Facebook. <coughs> a product says, hey, I can reach 2 million people if I could get one of the Kardashians to pimp my product. It's what Lori Laughlin's daughter's doing. I know, I know. It's she's a... got millions of followers. Hey, She's an airhead, what? but you know what? She's managed to parlay that into a career because people follow her and will buy whatever she's selling. Those who are really, really attracted to her, not physically, but who like her. Now, to be honest, we would love to get to that point where you know people will buy whatever we're selling. Yeah, I mean, I'll go into somebody's business and eat a sandwich. <laughs> but see, that's not what we're doing here. We love to go out in public. We'll do shows we from public places. We give you product. We're not just a pretty face. No, but we'll go out in public. For example, people aren't going to say, hey, come, come do yoga in my place, Tony, and, uh, and uh, then you can post a picture. We do that anyway. We go to restaurants. We're not there to promote. No, it's when like we, we're giving away the store for free. We are, but when we, we, don't just do, we don't get free food for this, by the way. When we go out and go to an event... And people do this all the time. They post pictures of their dinner, if it's a special dinner. I mean, I don't do that every night. Foodie Chats, we're going to be with them on Tuesday night in Center City, Philly for a big event. You know, those foodie chats, they're foodies all over the country. And they like to share ideas about what restaurants they go to. What's the best place in this city and that city. That's That's what social media is all about. But the Instagram phenomenon now has really created a lot of jobs. And for the people who don't have endorsement deals, the Instagram models, or don't have NBA players after them all the time, these are really attractive women who understand that they're not selling sex. They're selling beauty and are selling, basically, I'll come to your place. You give me free food. They don't have to stand inside you know, with a dog sitting on a, on a curb somewhere smoking cigarettes with their pet dog begging for money. I mean, that's sad in its own right. But they're beautiful, and they're on Instagram. Do you have a problem with that, Robin? Because pimping ain't easy. No, it isn't. It is not easy, and I do not have a problem with it. Sorry, there's a lot of people asking questions about what I know. We're doing a program, Robin. Um, I do have a Florida man story, but I don't have the one I believe that you are asking for. Well, let me do this before I go to the Florida man story. <laughs> See, this is why I can't text with one fin- with, with a finger. I can't hit anything this small. I don't know how these people do it on their phones. They're like machines. I know. It's sickening to watch people use their two thumbs on their phones and go like this all day. It's, just make a phone call. 
If you have to text somebody 50 times and have a text conversation, why the hell don't you call that person and talk to them? Exactly. Why do you need to have a 20-minute message session? Why do you have to message somebody for 20 straight minutes and go back and forth with one-word question, one-sentence questions? Wouldn't it be easier to have a conversation on the phone? Mo- I'm not talking about when you're in your car. That's bad enough. I'm talking about when you're sitting in your house. I know. Why would you not call that person and Well, there's a lot that- of times where you don't want to actually, you don't feel like having an entire conversation. You'd rather just be able to give them the one word answer. Well, yeah, if there's one question. Right. Somebody but, has one question. But there are certain people who we shall not mention who don't just give the one. They give like entire dissertations. They write books back and forth. It's, it's an very outrage. Annoying. It is a an outrage. A lot of people do that. Yes. Um, but would you like the Florida story now? Yes, I'd like the Florida okay. story. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to your Florida update desk and your correspondent, Miss Robin. Oh, wait. Shoot, it's not working. Hang on. <sighs> <laughs> I had it already, and now it's not there. So. See, as Bob, Bob from Valley Forge points out, that's why it's called phone sex, not text sex. But they're sexting. When you talk, when you when you text somebody sexual stuff, and you're having a sexy conversation, you're doing it on the on text, which is stupid. If you could talk to somebody, if you could text somebody on the phone, sexy stuff, why wouldn't you call them? Phone sex is much better because there's 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 more emotions involved. Some people do not feel comfortable. I don't saying mean with strangers. No, but it's easier to ta- to, to, to 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 tweet. To text a lot of salacious it, comments to one another. There, there's the there's a there's like a imaginary wall there. I'm not talking about with strangers. I'm not talking about strangers either. I'm I'm am talking about with. I get it if you're in the office and you're you know well, somebody's at home and somebody's at work, and you get horned up at lunchtime, and you're not going to pick up the phone while 50 people are around you in cubicles right. and start talking sexy and you do it on the phone. I get that, but if you have access to a phone. Right. Which you have anyway because you're texting uh-huh. and you're in the privacy of a car and you want to text sext somebody, why not just call somebody and talk sexy on the phone? I'm I'm with you. I don't think I've ever sexed anyone, sexted anybody. Uh... It's always been that interaction. Where you, they can hear you breathing. Well, you have... They can't hear you breathing. You've done oh you like the sexy. breathing part? No, I like the I like the I like the sexiness of hearing. The emotion. You like, you like the I don't have voice. to write a LOL or OMG. You like you like the where she, because nobody says, says oh baby. No no well no you don't have to be that ridiculous. People <laughs> people who understand how romance works and how when you're on the phone with somebody and you're talking to them, how it has much more impact than a stupid text message. Well, Rebel am Man, I wrong here? Rebel Man ninety three eleven says the new generation is just lazy. And then Cool Cole 26 says, why phone sex when you can just go to the Wawa free coffee day and hook up with local MILFs for free? Because if somebody's willing to stand in line all around the block at Wawa, and I love Wawa, you know that, Robin. Yeah. But today that's Wawa day, and they're giving away free coffee, right? Are you going to stand in line around the block to get a free cup of coffee? And if you're willing to do that, because hey, it's free. And they figure somebody will go in there and they'll buy a, a, a sizzly or something else while they're in there. But people don't. They want to go in there if you get a free. There's no, there's no strings attached. So you don't have to go in there and buy something and then get a free coffee, which you see on a lot of these coupons. Yeah. 
You could get a free fries if you got a burger and uh, you know a shake. You get free fries. Those are little perks. But if they say you're going like it's one water, one Rita's water ice does the free water ice day. Right. All these companies do it. It's smart. It's to get you in the door. It's for awareness of the product. But I don't believe. I believe phone sex is better than waiting in line to try to hook up with a local milf in a Wawa. Because a local MILF is in a Wawa for a free cup of coffee. She has no interest in you. You're not gonna, she's not going to go home with you with a free cup of coffee because you're another chitrul standing in line at Wawa <laughs> waiting for a free frickin' $1 cup of coffee. Am I right here or am I right? Is that the Tony Bruno sage advice of the day? No, you can hook up. Like in a supermarket, it's a better right. place to hook up with Right around the melons? Women. Around, around produce. It doesn't matter. Frozen foods. Because when I go to the supermarket, I go a lot. I'm there for a purpose. I'm there to buy groceries. Right. Provisions, as we like to call them. But then if I see women who need help at the freezer section, uh-huh. and I'm good with frozen foods. You are happy to lend your experience. Or if we're in the produce department, right. I'm willing to help. But then we get into the meat section, and I'm really good around the meats. Just, they want to well, know about a good brajol, if they want to know. What you're hoping for <laughs> is that the MILF is really good at meat. I want to see her handle the sausage properly. Yes. I want to make sure that she's not squeezing the Charmin. <laughs> I want to make sure that she knows a ripe melon and how to squeeze right. the right spot on the melon. You know well, what I mean? Because no. I, I know how to squeeze the right you side on the melon. should be the one that knows how to squeeze the melon. She should be the one that knows how to handle the sausage. Well, exactly. And the kiwis and all the... <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think I think Now, I... sheets. Now, I'm, I'm going to disagree because we've been to sheets, too. And I like sheets. You yeah. know, we're traveling... There's I not a Wawa, there's a Sheets. You went to Sheets. W- went to Sheets, and I, I got to say, the Wawa was better. The one thing Sheets has that Wawa doesn't is they have, like, the whole row of, of the rolling s- sausage things. No, that wasn't at Sheets. Oh, no, where was that? That was at one of the, the truck stops. Oh, that's right, that's right. That was DNA at Love's. Love's. That was Love's. Yeah. And they had, like, all this long grill of the hot and dogs that just roll around. About that. But I didn't like the, I didn't like, just give me a good hot dog. You know what I mean? I like this one. Milf, you cheap bastard. Meet me at the Mercedes-Benz dealer. Then we'll talk. Exactly. <laughs> right about that. Royal Farms. Going to a Royal Farms. is You can meet people anywhere. But women, if you want to meet single women, the supermarket during the day is the place to be. Right? Exactly. Now, they may not, necess- they may not necessarily be there looking to get picked up by a guy. You know, this, in porn movies, you see that all the time. Right. You know, the plumber comes to the oh, house. Yeah, I know. You know, the, the cable guy comes to the house. The cable guy never gets laid, though. It's always the plumber. You ever notice that? I know. With the because the cable guy, to... everybody hates the cable guy because he comes in and then, you know, you're like, I don't get free shit. And, and they always arrive, you know, three hours later. And... Exactly. But, yeah, every porn movie with a plumber, he's working underneath the sink, and then the, the woman has to, like, step over him, and she's wearing a skirt and no panties. Exactly. That's, that's how I roll whenever I have a repair person come. every plumber porn movie ever. Exactly. Okay. Now on to Florida. <laughs> Let's get to Florida. Let's go to Florida. Speaking of people scantily clad and doing things that most uh, normal humans don't do. Still not working. Goodness. God damn it, Robin. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I take you to Florida. Brevard County. A Florida man. I thought this was a teenage mutant ninja up there, turtle up there. It is. Oh, okay. Just wait, because you never know what you're going to get in Florida. 
Well, I usually know what I'm going to get in Florida. Sometimes I want to not take something home with me, though. So a Florida man is now behind bars after screaming obscenities and threatening to destroy everyone around him with an army of turtles. No way. Yes. What kind of turtles? Box turtles? I little don't green turtles? Know. Thomas Devaney Lane, 61 years old, Brevard County. He's now in the Brevard County Jail, and he faces multiple charges of breaching the peace, misusing 911, and resisting an officer without violence. Although that would have been with violence, right? Wait, it, bringing turtles to a business? He didn't bring them. He said that he is a saint and that his turtle army will destroy them, the people that he was talking to, and that... He, they would all see, the entire world would see what would happen in an hour. So he, he, he didn't bring the... Uh... No, no, no. He has an army of turtles waiting to take over. So he, thre- he didn't physically have turtles. No. Although that kid who says, I like turtles, was he there? Remember that little kid on the video? The, oh, the, yeah. I like turtles. I like turtles. But um, so so he left the building. He he was in his seven. He he left the building, and then he threatened everybody that he was coming in contact to, screaming obscenities, yelling, 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 and then he called nine one one, and he told the dispatcher over the phone that that the dispatcher needed to leave now, or you will all be sorry you effed with the saint. So he's the saint. He's the saint. Not uh, not the original saint, Roger Moore. On the TV series or the no. movie remake of The Saint. Last time I checked, I can't remember a saint that had an army of turtles. Maybe I missed that catechism class. <laughs> Was his name Michelangelo or <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> who were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Now, Raffaello, Leonardo, Leonardo, Michelangelo, and, and there was one other one like Jim. <laughs> Are we got to turn the audio down now? Apparently, it's too loud. It's still too loud. Yes, it's already it's turned down. No, I don't mean the the music. I think <coughs> our levels. <coughs> Apologize. These damn allergies, Robin. We got to close the windows. It's really it's, the, the pollen is really bad this spring. It's an outrage. I don't know, but yes, um, I don't. Uh, does anybody know where the turtle? Is somebody coming into the house? Yeah, that's Luigi. He is? Yeah. Speaking of loud. Speaking of loud. Speaking he's, of turtles. He he just, you know, he just shows up. He, he's, he's like our kid. He just, you know, makes himself at home. Oh, yeah, he our brings food, his laundry over. Brings his laundry. By the way, I, I'm, I'm going to make sure the volume, because we, we you didn't really ter- turn anything up, did you, Robin? No, apparently, though, the volume for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing was really loud. Yeah, and, you shouldn't have played that. Oh, sorry. Wait a minute, the mic's not on yet, Luigi. Have you done this before? You just sit down and start talking. We gotta turn the mic on first. I feel like a jazz musician down here. You do? Just get the, the drums going. I was listening to George Clinton on the way in here, man. That's why. Not, not Bill Clinton. Clinton. No, not Bill Clinton. Uh, not Chelsea Clinton. No. Definitely not Hillary Clinton. George, why weren't you listening to the stream of the Twitch show like you were yesterday in your car? Well, because I was just coming back from the gym. And you're gonna listen to George Clinton and not this show where we're breaking things down to levels never before seen? Up. Come sit here at the corner right there. Sure. Uh, Luigi, ladies and gentlemen, yep. has arrived. You see him. You love him. You hear him. Uh, he has a very profane T-shirt on, which we're allowed to do, right, because we're on Twitch. You have this T-shirt as well. I know, but I don't wear that on in public. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the whole point of the T-shirt there, Chico. <laughs> and uh, J-Bo says, uh, make sure, pursuant to Twitch regulations, Luigi knows to keep his shirt on. 
I said, it doesn't matter with men. Men can show their nipples anywhere. Men right. could be topless. Women cannot. And that you know, to me have is... You to check. Maybe Twitch is, is, has actually, is more progressive in that aspect and says, you know what? If women can't take it off, men can't take it off either, which is fair. They're real. If you think about it. And, and they're, they're spectacular. spectacular. Yes, they are. By the way, speaking of sitting in the corner over here, how are we doing on Amen Corner? You got the masters going on, Tony. What's I, the well, latest they update? They, they don't have, the, they're not showing the, I don't go to live coverage till three o'clock. Okay. They're playing, but they're not, no, it's not televised until three. Gotcha. So I just have the golf channel on to see the scoreboard, which I can't see because I'm not returning <laughs> around. I know Tiger's still out there and we'll get enough. Now that you're here, you can help us with the golf update. Okay. When they put the leaderboard up. I will do that for you. Because I don't have enough devices to keep track of the leaderboard. No, you only got 75 things plugged in. I know. In I there. need one more. I'm bad enough controlling one device. It's ridiculous. By the way, people are talking about Sheets, Wawa. Those, they're, they're primarily East Coast. But Sheets started up in Pennsylvania. Yes, it did. But they're up and down the East Coast. Wawa started in Pennsylvania in Delaware County. And now they're all, over the, they're all the way down to Florida now. Yeah, so they definitely are East Coast locations for the Here, most let part. Let Luigi talk for a second. I'm going to check his levels because I did see. Uh, I started seeing some sheets up in the the Oaks, PA area. Yeah, started to like pop up a little bit. The gas station things going on. I don't know, man. For me, being in, being in Philadelphia so long and only having Wawa, we're all, I'm, I'm pretty well, much. Well, you had 7-Eleven too. Yeah, which but been you don't go to 7-Eleven for food, man. You go there for like you know blunts and stuff like that. Exactly. I'm institutionalized. When it comes to Wawa, like Wawa is where I go. I just gravitate towards the Golden Goose. However, navigating through a parking lot in there is, yeah, you know, that's impossible. Enter at your own risk. But the, but Wawa's blowing up. I mean, they're opening. There's like 50 Wawa's in Philadelphia now. Uh, but 7-Elevens are still around. They're smaller stores. Wawa's are now building these massive locations. And they have, in Jersey, they have gas stations attached to them. Sheets is the same way. Uh, Sheets is a Pennsylvania company. I'll throw this out there, though. I do prefer the 7-Eleven pretzel over any other pretzel we may have to do a show on that the 7-eleven tony you know it's it's just how you like it's got that nice crust around it and everything yeah. on the inside is nice and soft that's what you, you don't I have, hate when they're slimy yeah, and or yeah. it's all chew you know what i mean no this has got a consistency to it. it's good man and it got the good golden spicy mustard out there it's nice yeah yeah now have you guys you've gotten over the whole condiment thing yes that was done and over with right yeah because, that was just me ripping uh our good friend Joe, Joe Rufino. Now today it's funny because today's. Uh, I guess Did you go to the Philly slaughter last night? No, I gave my tickets away to a to a guy. And a good his, call, exactly last night. right. <laughs> I turned it off when uh, when I saw what's his face couldn't get out of the was in the in the third inning and had thrown seventy pitches. Now, every game I've given away, Nick Pavetta. Every game I've given away, they've lost. Every game I went to, they've won. No, I went. No, no, we, that's right. The one we went to, I lost. I'm three and one on the season. It's ridiculous, man. I'm zero and one. I went. We went to that Saturday game mm-hmm. against the Twins. That's where I got this very lovely farmer's tan from. Exactly, and he's still red, man. I'm all golden, man. You are what kind of an Italian, are you? Not a, not a northern, a northern one. That's the problem. Jesus, I'm inland. That's the that's the issue. So the thing is, today I guess while I was giving away the free coffee thing today, yeah, I just said if you got to stand in line around the block for a free cup of coffee, you're a real cabone, so to speak. It's amazing how. People will do anything for free. They walk in there. I mean, they're walking out with like 25, 24 ounce coffees. Nobody no, can drink that much caffeine. No, they don't give you more than one, you, do they? Tony, people go in and out like crazy. They're, and it's, you're talking about people who only drink like a 12 ounce coffee a day, but they're getting a super size just because they can. Yeah. But it's all a waste. It is a waste. It's a waste. Now, what is people saying here? I had a seizure looking at your shirt. Well, you got it. You can log on to it and see the 700 live level is checking in on Twitter. The 700 levels checking in? 700 level vet. Is oh, okay. on uh, oh, okay. Twitter, and we're encouraging everybody to switch over to Twitch. And I know that there are some people that are having issues because they're not allowed to watch Twitch at work, right? And the websites are blocked. Um, 
but but just you can, you can still, still set up the account phone. and listen to it on your right. phone, which is like, what Louise did, did yesterday, yesterday in his car. Just set it up on your phone. It doesn't take up. You can that take much it with you anywhere. Right. You don't have to be at home in an office. You can have it on your phone. And take it on your listen. on your jogs with you. It's nice outside now. Exactly. The, run, the runners are out. I got. I'm doing seven mile loop tomorrow. I'm are you really? Ha- yes, I'm, I'm going to have the show streaming live. Are you going to go nine mile when you go to Detroit and do that? No, it's eight mile. Oh, eight mile. That's I'm sorry, mile. my math is no, bad. The, I always had a problem. Well, I, I, I went nine. I went the wrong direction. <laughs> that was the problem. I started out in the wrong direction. Is there a right direction in Detroit to run? Yeah, the opposite way. <laughs> By the way, Bob from Valley Forge is a man who knows about everything. We got to see him the other night. I just mailed him out my jersey, and he points out that Royal Farms has the cleanest bathrooms. Just in case you want to take a milf, you meet at the Wawa and have sex with her. That's a good so job. So you meet her at the Wawa. And then you take her to Royal Farms and get some chicken in there and you take her in the clean bathroom. That's foul. Man. That is actually very true. <laughs> it is very... Well, you've very, had sex in a, uh, no, a sheets bathroom? No, but Royal Farms? Royal Farms bathroom. Well, Royal Farms overall, they're all very clean. Well, the truck stop ones, when we drove to Atlanta, you know, the Loves truck stops, they have showers in there. They have... Sh- you can go well, and take like a the lousing areas is basically what they it have, is. Yeah, And then they have a separate shower for the... Uh, for the, the lot, lot lizards, lizards. Yeah. exactly. They, they basically come in and spray chemicals on it. <laughs> ah, hey, here's something that I did not know. Yes. Thank you to Kev, Kevster. Um, he said that with the Twitch app on your phone, if your signal isn't strong enough, you can just toggle on audio only. Oh. Oh, okay. So, oh. Barbecue Beef Balboa, I don't know if you are able to listen right now, but... Um, I will send you a, if you're not listening. I'll send you a separate. How come text. Bryce is not? He's one of our biggest. He's our I he's know, our West Coast but bureau he always, chief. He always has problems with a video stream. He's got because, problems with other things too. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he knows this that you can just toggle over to audio only on Twitch. That's awesome. And people might have witnessed me reach over and grab Robin's hair on the. On the I just want to see if it was dry yet. From yesterday, because it literally takes almost a, a complete day to dry. It's probably damp somewhere deep in the root somewhere. Up in up inside here. Up inside yeah. the well, right here. It's Robin, you're wearing yellow, right? It's nice. It looks good on you. Oh, thank you. I like you in yellow. So a lot of people are responding to the Royal Farms sheets, Wawa. Now, of course, in the West, there's Circle Ks, which are like Wawas. Have you ever been in a Circle K? I've seen K? the Circle K. But aren't there yeah. Circle Ks up north too, like towards like upper, like upstate New York? Yeah, but they're big on the West Coast. Circle okay. Ks are like the Seven uh, Elevens and Circle Ks are all over the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Wawa's aren't there yet. There's no sheets out there that I know of. Is there another big chain out there, Robin, that's similar other than 7-Eleven and Circle K on the West Coast? I'm trying to remember them. Other than truck stops. How's the panhandling out there at the local Circle K is the only thing that's the the big deal. No, they don't hang out. They don't panhandle in front. They panhandle in front of 7-Elevens everywhere. Wawa is... is, They panhandle in front of everything. Yeah, you're right. It costs you 36 bucks just to walk into a Wawa. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. (laughs) I'm standing going, here you go. Here you go. Actually, Here you go. today would be a good day to panhandle in front of a Wawa because you got the guilt factor going on. You got some cheap bastard standing in line going in to get a free coffee, right? And then when you walk out, there's some poor bastard on the sidewalk sitting with his dog and, you know, a milk crate and messed up shoes and a right. carton of camels. 28 years old saying Vietnam vet. <laughs> right. And then he says, can you spare a dollar, please? What are you going to say to that person today? You just got a free cup of coffee, and now you're going to walk out That's and not even throw say. this guy a quarter, a dollar. You know, a lot of times if you throw him a quarter, they get angry. In, in Venice, California, we would give away food. our food. I mean, like really good, like lobster. We would, you know, we'd finish a dinner. Robin would have lobster, and he'd take it home because we live right near the restaurant. And there'd be a homeless guy. Can you help me? And it's still warm, right? Yeah. I mean, so they're like, good, they're, they're this saying- isn't. This isn't the spam. No, we're this talking is like, like chicken, nice chicken marsala. You know what I mean? Lobster. Like a, 
And the guy, we give him the lobster, and then as we're walking away, he goes right over to a trash can and puts it in there. Well, remember last year I went to Wawa, and there was a pan, and a guy came over to me. Who's just still a little bit hot there, Robin, it looks like. Remember last year, um, it actually ended up being a good deed. You know, the gentleman came over with his kids. He was literally living in his car. Yep. And I, I bought them all groceries. I got him a job at my company. And he's actually, he's still there. He's working. He's, he's, employed. Now, he's now, now he's now the a, CEO, I think. Oh, he's, he's got a bigger title than I do. And it's just crazy. And you're working for him. He told me yesterday. He's like, I'll see if there's anything I can do for you later on down the line. And that's the problem with, with panhandlers. Listen, I, 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 I can see people and I feel bad for anybody who's living sure. on the streets. But unfortunately, a lot of them are looking for drug money. Yeah. They don't want yeah, food. They don't care. I they, will tell anyone out there if they say, hey, can you help me out? I'm saying, hey, listen, man, if you want to come in with me, I'll be more than happy to buy you something to eat. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not kidding. Like, go ahead. Get what you got to get. No problem. And then I'll pay for it. I'm not saying you know, I'm not going to buy you a cheese stick. Get, get a sandwich. Get whatever you want. But I'm not going to I'm not just not going to give you cash like I'm not. And then there's the other guys out there with the sign saying I'm not even going to bullshit. I need money for weed. Well, that's what they do on Venice Beach, with why they're so clever. The Tiger is one under on the day, Tony. Did he finish his round? Yeah, he's, he's through nine. Guys, he's on the 10th. He just, he just finished the 10th hole, and he parted. it. So he is now one under. But he bogeyed, he bogeyed five, and uh, yeah, it was the only hole he bogeyed. He had, a, he had birdied the second hole. So. Yes, he did. Now, so this is, of course, on the, on the first nine. Yep. Remember, not the, nine. not Robin, can you give me the Masters music again? Because we have to do an official Masters update here. If you talk but, Masters, you've got to have Masters music underneath yeah. it, Tony. We usually have uh, Jose do the Masters update yeah. in his Jim Nance voice. Yeah, exactly. But he's not available right now. So. Hello, friends. <laughs> Hello, friends. What up, friends? That's what he says. I'm not Jim Nance. I'm not at Augusta National. I am in the Butler basement in South Philadelphia. Not with Jimmy Butler, who's getting ready to take on the Brooklyn Nets and the 76ers. I got some, I got some, uh, some to say about that. Luigi will have his NBA minute in just a moment as well. But at Augusta National, it looks like a beautiful day for golf. And the boys are on. The patrons are there, too. Don't forget patrons. It's a picturesque day out there at Augusta. It really they got is. They're out there in the lawn, in the lawn furniture, which, did, which didn't get ruined at all during the offseason, it looks like. No, they did a nice job. They don't have the fake birds chirping anymore, though. Yeah, you got to pipe that in, man. I know. I don't have the birds anymore on my machine. Now, Tony, you've been to Augusta, right? Yes. You, have you played Augusta? No. No, they don't even let you play? No. I got to play Marion, though, before the U.S. Open. But Augusta, they don't have... I don't think they do a media... I don't think they do a media thing. They don't no. want to... Like, at the U.S. Open, wherever the course is, they have a media day where they allow the media to go out and play that course. So over at Lower Marion, when they had it over there. At Marion, twice. Marion, when it was there in 81, I was there, and I got to play it. I mm-hmm. didn't play it the last couple. Because remember, when it was here a couple of years ago, it was raining. I mean, it was flooded. Yeah. The I conditions was on, were horrible. Yeah, City Line Avenue was terrible. I had to drive it every single day, and one lane was shut down the entire time. And what they did, because they wanted to make sure the course was in good shape for the pros, mm-hmm. they didn't allow the slum dog media out no. there to wreck the course. Because the one thing about when they get it ready for, for a U.S. Open... As, you, as you're a regular golfer and you hit the ball off the fairway, you can't find your ball six inches off no, the, off no, the no, fairway. You can't. No, you That's can't. how thick they grow the rough because these guys are so good. Mm-hmm. And so if you're playing, if you're a media member and you get invited to play before U.S. Open, wherever the course is, and you go out and play, and then you realize, holy crap, I played this course before and the rough wasn't as bad. Exactly. No, they, they make it hard for the pros. And they're talking about the same thing at Augusta with hole 13 wanting to make it longer because most of these newer courses are gigantic because the young guys can just smash they're mashing, the ball. They're yeah. mashing the ball, and clubs have, you know, obviously cl- clubs have changed in the past 10, 15 years, Tony. 
So you know, yep. guys are you know guys that were able to, to to match the ball off the tee years prior. Now they're even going further and further. I mean, average drives are up over three hundred yards. And what are you chuckling about over there? What do you got going? The, on? the great the, we have great people on the stream chat. We right always now. have great people everywhere. Uh, Butler cabin. Not Karan Butler, of course. You know, we do the whole thing. We said Jimmy Butler. Oh, not Karan Butler. Hell, not, definitely not Karan Butler. Karan Butler's actually working at a Circle K right now. No, Karan Butler's got a broadcasting career. Guy was a great player. No, he wasn't. In college, he was. In college, yeah. Yeah, but then he bounced and He got hurt a lot in the NBA, kept getting jobs. Good guy and a good player. But that's a good Karan Butler that, that is right a, That's there. a good drop on exactly. Karan Butler. Meanwhile, there's, you know, the Swaggy. Swaggy P? No, Swaggy T, 1992, checks in and says, a golfing tradition unlike no other. The Knicks off season. <laughs> that was good. And Rory McIlroy is now one over, by the way. Oh, no. Oh, man. He has made the turn to the last nine. <laughs> the Knicks Not, off n- season. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking tee times in November, those guys. Are you they, talking You want to talk about mailing it in? They should have just put an envelope on the at center court. <laughs> And not had any players out there it would have been just as effective. I wonder if the owner just gives it to him for like Christmas time. It's like here's your tea times for the offseason, considering no one's going to be in the playoffs. Wow! And speaking of playoffs, a couple of a uh, couple of tickets got punched last night. Yeah, last the most spots. important one was the Detroit Pistons, which I told you they'd be the eight seed because mm-hmm. they played the Knicks, and the Knicks are dog they, meat. Right, they're done. Dog meat. Knicks won seven. Even Sam Hinkie was shaking his head at the, at the Knicks' seventeen wins. The Knicks need a new. Uh, the Knicks need a, a, a new. Uh, a new general manager. A new guy. A new front office guy. I heard there's like a Colangelo out there or something like Somewhere, that. Yeah, they call him. Unbelievable, man. By the and way, Phoenix we've... and Cleveland also embarrassing. Nineteen and sixty-three. We have a new bits leaderboard. We do. Yes. Oh, let's go to our leaderboard. Like right Bitcoin. Bits. Yes. Bit. Um. If. Again, we're we're being educated with Twitch, different things that Twitch allows, as as well as our audience who has never. If you're not familiar with Twitch, with Twitch you can show your appreciation. It's to, like a tip jar. It is. It's like a tip jar. You can tip, and so when Tony goes on rants or just be, if you just like the way you, you don't look, have to put like a thousand dollars or a fifty. Like eight hundred cool. Eight hundred dollar bill. But you don't have to actually pay for bits. You can earn them as a listener. Oh wow! You can watch commercials. You go to a Wawa, you, get a free coffee. You can you can earn <laughs> bits for free, and then you two for tip two us sizzlies. in the tip jar um, by. Um, by when you're on your when you're on your Twitch page and you're right. watching, you can tip and um, Scrapple Joe is Love now the, Joe. on the leaderboard with 101 bits that he has tipped us. Beautiful. And um, so if you see the little you see the little tip jar that's on the screen um, mm-hmm. right now and it's showing as it's filling up with um, bits and bits and bits and bits. So we've heard from Korea, South Korea today, yep. a listener. T- tune, t- we have people in Connecticut, Those people Texas. people got soul out there, you know what I'm saying? Exactly right. Yeah, Thanks. actually, um, <laughs> where was it? Somebody that was listening to us in Connecticut. Uh, that's Swaggy, Swaggy T. T. Swaggy yes. T, 19... Well, that's why he 19- dropped Karan Butler, because right. Karan Butler was a great player So now, for Jim Calhoun back there at the UConn Husky program. That, that's awesome. Though. I mean, so these people can, like I said, they, they, they tip on the show. Depending on what they like, and if, if they if they like what they hear, they just send the bits. Yeah, but again, you're not taking money out of your wallet. No, no, they're just they're just bits. Exactly. I like it. 
I'm going on the night at 7. Remember, the 7 o'clock show is completely different from the 12 o'clock show, so make sure you bring your money. It's a separate admission, yes. Exactly. Cool Cole 26 brings up that um, in Twitch, you can actually have a subscriber-only chat room if we wanted to. Everyone can still watch. That's private chat, That's where I hook up with Instagram models on that channel. That's an age-sex location, you know what I mean? But right now, (laughs) while we're educating everybody, once once we have so many um, followers and watchers that it just gets overwhelming, we'll probably switch over to a subscriber-only chat room, but for now, we're just going to leave it open. Yeah, we want it open to the public. We'll get members-only jackets. We'll eventually put up the the, uh, the velvet ropes and then pretend that we're like too important to talk to regular right. people. We'll have somebody standing out there in, in a tight tee yeah. with the list. We'll get some jacked-up guy all tatted up, right? right? Some badass-looking dude. He's got to have neck tattoos, though. I don't just want, want a guy with a black T-shirt and big guns. I want a guy with neck tats that go all the way up underneath the neck. Now I think I got a guy. He <laughs> I think I know a guy. Now, he doesn't have neck tats, but uh, the fabulous and funny, hysterical Kostaki Economopoulos yes. is checking in, and he said that he wants to be on the NFL draft show um, Wednesday, April 24th, because he loves you and Harry, and he knows that you're going to be doing the Yes, we met him at the Super Bowl. So what's going on with that, by the way? For the people that don't know already what's with this draft special, what's happening with this? Well, it's not the, it's, it's, it's not draft beer specials. It's not, like no, 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 no. it's not like Wawa you can go in and get a free Bud Light. Right. That's only when the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Right, or the Cleveland Browns win a game. Exactly. Uh, so Harry and I will be teaming up once again, and we're going to be at the Great American Grill. Is that the name of the location Correct. up in Conshohocken? Oh, yep. you're in Conchie. We'll be up in Conshohocken, Great American Grill. It will be a draft extravaganza unlike any other. And it will be live on 97.3 ESPN on the radio. And you are going to, once again, show everybody your NFL draft prowess. Mel Kuyper calls me wanting to know who the next pick is. Right, exactly. Hey, Tony, what do you got? (laughs) Todd McShay says, how do you do it, Tony? Todd, 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 Todd. Jay Glazer puts down his... Broken cell phone. Broken <laughs> Bill Moss superphone. Bill and then Moss. Me and then says, Tony, who do you like? Who do you have? I know you've got the direct link to the war room. I'm it gonna, will I'm, be a war room unlike any other war room. I'll be in the green room, but I'm going to show up. I'm come, I'm come, that's where all the action is, right, Tony. You know that. You know the action. That's the other thing, too, is that these golfers are out there. You know They think the money's being made on the course. It's being made on the side. Trust me. But yeah, I'm gonna come April 24th. I'm gonna come out. That's before I leave for Cleveland. So yeah, I'm gonna, we'll uh, be live. But uh, you I'm know, coming out. You remember when we did the NFL draft live here draft. in Billy? Oh, abs- that was we were in the front row. I mean, we were up there. That was outrageous, man. We were the only podcast actually in the room where the selections were being made. Yeah. That's how important. Everybody else was stuck outside on the Parkway. I remember when we walked. You were. I, we. Uh, it was when we first got the 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 sponsorship through um, through Dominicos. And we were just starting to wear some of the formal wear. And I showed, I tell him, he's like, I got to show up in a suit, man. He's all these media, like these media honks are out there. They're all dressed down. They're not worried about this stuff. They're slobs. So I showed up dressed to the nines, right? Yep. I walk in and Brian Dawkins is giving an interview with, with Channel 6 ABC locally here in Philadelphia. He stops. He looks over. He goes, that's how you dress. That is how you dress. And that was my shiny moment at the draft because I missed every single draft pick. I was like, I, the second pick, I got to go here. I got to go there. And then you would dare argue with me. When I would tell you who the selection was before it happened. Yeah, which I was skeptical about. But how's he getting this? How's he getting this information? You've got. Moles I know people. In, You're damn right. Trail. I have moles. I can't hear anything. Out of I had a couple removed last year, though. But that's. You're uh, speaking so loudly that I, 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 have a, I have a loud voice. I, I know, but I can't hear anything in my headphones, though. Well, that we have to turn that up here. Was I he in that. three? I don't know where I'm at. You in three? I'm good. Is that you now? Yeah, you can that, just, I, just turn me down just a notch. Right there. Right there. That's, right. that's perfect. Turn down for what? 
That's a beautiful outside right now, by the way. Hey, it's a little chilly. A little I nippling. see somebody that just signed on named WGH Dean. Yes, I know who that is. Who says, I will put a noose tat around your neck, pal. That's Me Dean in Clearwater. No doubt about it. Dean in Clearwater. No doubt about <laughs> it. Nicest guy in the world down there. The Great American Pub, by the way, not Great American Grill. Yeah, I was going to say, oh. I think it's the Great American Great pub. American Pub in Conshohocken. I'm sure they'll have draft specials for the draft. Oh, I mean, absolutely. how do you not do that? Kind of coexist. Absolutely. No, Swaggy T, no. A louder voice does not mean the hotter the take. No, it doesn't. No, not at all. Because we don't do hot takes in the show. No, and it's and it's annoying when you're trying to edit shows. So it's it's a learning curve, and it's one of those lessons that Luigi's having a very hard time. It's because I'm usually I, I get up on the microphone. That's that's what I do. And the issue is, is that you got to get up to get down, but you can't yell into these. As babies. I told many strippers, you ain't got to get up to get down. <laughs> <laughs> I usually uh. I usually get up on the microphone a little too close, but I speak so loudly that it, it just starts. Because to you're Italian. Off. That's the way it is. I mean, I'm Italian too, but you got to learn modulation. Right. But you've got, but you've got 45 years of, of professional, jer- exactly. You know, broadcast. My thing is, that, like Tony and I grew up in the same kind of households where you got to speak oh, louder yes. just to be just to be heard. Exactly. Yes, you know, you so- do. You, it's it's all about over time. Like who is louder? Because the only the loudest person will be li- you heard. can be loud, but you can't overmodulate. Right. That's the difference. You well, and the I'm thing saying? is, is that. Luigi has learned so much. The fact that he is polished enough to do his own show and... Well, he polishes himself uh, regularly. <laughs> I'm still tarnished in some places. Though. No, yeah. and I mean, we we were actually just speaking to Joe Krause after Monday night's show. He called and was talking about how impressed he was. Um, and actually, no, and it was also Don Collins was calling, I believe. Exactly. Um, and saying that how impressed he was with Luigi. And we were both saying how incredibly proud we are of him and how much he has done and how far he's come. But that one thing, I just want to like knock him over the head. Maybe I could, you know what I could do? Ooh. I'm standing, right, I'm sitting right here. Take it easy. I could right? have like one of the, speaking of collars, I could put one of those dog collars around his neck and I could just from a remote location just zap, zap him. Zap him. Every time, Every it, gets time a it goes too over a hundred, uh, yeah. R, let's see, what is it called? There, I, I've been not doing this for so long as far as modulation. Hundred RCHs? No, no. When when you get up to the into the red, when the when the oh, BU the meter, when the BU meter is peaking red, you're talking too loud. Well, and it's funny because the board does not necessarily mean the same thing as coming over the Twitch mics because mm-hmm. those are all on here as well. I am. I actually have. Several different places that I have to look simultaneously, and they are not all equal. I said this yesterday when I came there. I, said, I love the way you set this up. It looks like a, a Robin. This, I, 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 I love how you did this, Robin. I really Robin do. did it, and I love how you used the drawer to slide out <laughs> and make an extension of the table. I yep. mean, seriously, I'm going to give you one of these. Thank you, thank you, thank seriously. You. It looks like a small those, little studio. If you come down, we got the we got the boom mic set up so you can swing. I love it. It, yeah. it literally, this is what it should have been the entire time. Exactly. It right. only took four years to figure out this alignment. How well, many? How many years did you say it took? Four. Tony. Tony oh. had uh, was complaining he didn't have enough room yesterday. So. I didn't. You could look because there's a small I tabletop. Know, I, you were correct. So Robin helped. So what we're gonna do is have to get a bigger countertop and put it on top of this. I'm gonna make so one of those fold be, out ones. So then I'll have like for example, this is the back of the cabinet. So my knees, I can't, you know what I mean. So I'm sitting far away from the desk. Well, you're good with this because you're handy, and so is Robin. Yeah, you could, you could do like a, you can do a hinge. I can go over to yeah. Home Depot for the get a couple hinges, get a piece of wood, have it flip up, and have some some flats underneath, and you're good to go. Oh, there you go. Boom, it's done. spring Black Friday, by the way. Is at, it really? Home, uh, now it's spring Black Friday. That's racist. And you know what it I think is. I'm going to do is I think that we'll we'll have the fold out on this side of the table on your side, and then we will also have a fold out 
on the end so that when Luigi or anybody else is here, oh, it folds up, yeah. and then they have room there, too. I like that. Yeah. Dean, Dean in Tampa just texted me. He goes, I am not mobile, so I'm stuck. What did he say? He goes, I am not mobile, so I'm stuck listening to you guys. Had surgery today. I'm laid up. And he's Uh-oh. got, yeah, he's got a. Uh, oh, did he have knee surgery? Yeah, he's got knee surgery. He's got those, like, orthopedic, like, stretch socks on, too. He Aww, looks really, yeah. Dean. And the don't slip socks. He looks really pathetic right now. Dean, I'd kiss, I'd kiss it and make it better if I could. No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> it looks like an air cast. That's pretty cool looking, Dean. Yeah, I got to find out what the injury was. He, I mean, too, is watching the Masters right now. I know he is, but not everybody likes golf, as you know. Well, Dean is a gambling degenerate. No, no, Dean, Dean, we, Dean and I have played golf. Some of my best golf has been played with Dean in Tampa. Is he good? He's good, yeah. Is he as good as he's, uh, at golf as he is in um, uh, bags? Bags. He's good at bags, too. Dean, was he not good at bags? <laughs> he was decent. He, he was, was good at throwing good. bags. He yeah, no, he's damn good. See, he talks the talk. And then he walks the walk. Right. Because a lot of guys brag, you know, hey, let's go play, you know, let's go play You mean bags. like Luigi? Luigi. What are you talking about? No, I, no Dean does too. <laughs> what are you talking about? I do, I do it. I, I backed it up all the way. No, you were good. But a lot of guys are like, oh, yeah, man, I'm the best. I'm Cornhole, man. I was Cornhole champion oh. in South Philadelphia back in the 30s. And the, Dean's talking stuff. But then Dean and, of course, our good friend down Danny there in Dow. Tampa. Danny Dow, who makes boards. Right. And he makes professional boards too. Those things are awesome. Right. They got to have the right. It's almost like a bowling alley. And then we went to the you bar. Got the right gloss. And we went to the bar. We're out there with Steve Dumig. Exactly. You know, we're pumping back all these vodka crayons, and then we almost, you know, almost got a little altercation with some of the Russians down there, and it was a little out of That's control. Collusion, but... man. You were colluding with the Russians. No, they, it was no listen, man. The, the, he was being very disrespectful to the people that we were with. So I, I was standing, and, and Steve Dumig and I are having like a one-on-one, and uh, we're just we're talking, and we and, it, and it, we both look up at the same time, going. Is he saying what I think he's saying, this guy? <laughs> it was hilarious. I miss Big Dog. How's he doing? He's he's fighting. He's still yeah. fighting. Um, we talked to his wife not too awfully long ago. Um, he, we text him every once in a while, yeah. and he just gives short answers. He because gives he's, a very short answer yeah. back, and he still doesn't feel comfortable talking. Exactly. So Now, people are asking about the show, and uh, as I mentioned, because we've been doing a podcast once a week, and then we're sporadic, and then we took a couple of months off during the summer as we've been working you know, for the expansion of the podcast. And now, this is going to be five days a week, Monday to Friday. We're locking it in at noon to three, so that there's a sketch set, set, set schedule that you'll know or schedule but we will also be doing other shows at other times and the the good thing about being on twitch is you'll get a notification like tuesday night we're hoping to go out and do the uh the big foodie chats event right in a great restaurant in philly 37 stories above where the city of we can't announce the location because it's private oh okay but i may be able to get you in could you do that i may be able to get you high tonight too high tonight um, Get you high, Craig. Craig. And then on, Love on Craig. we we definitely want to go live on some weekend days as well yes. because there's a lot of people that are going to be home. So we're going to figure that out. Hopefully, we can get that. As That's when we got to do drunk sports. Yes. yes, on the weekends. And I got the greatest charity promotional idea ever that I want to do this summer because everybody's out in the summer. I said it. I want to do a 24 consecutive hour Twitch session. Oy vey. Go on for 24 straight hours. But we're not going to do it here from the wine cellar. Right, right. No, no. It has I to be it on out. location. I'm somewhere. thinking maybe go to the Jersey Shore, right? Right. On the boardwalk, either Ocean City or Wall. Probably Ocean City because it's a family boardwalk. Uh huh. And do a live show at a diner or a restaurant or in front of a restaurant or a diner where there's facilities. And then I'll go on the air for 24 straight hours without sleeping. 
but I'll have a bathroom nearby. There'll be right. food. And then we'll do it for charity. We could do it at Wildwood. We could do it at Maury's Pier and have it open. twenty. And so people can come out. Could, we'll, put, we'll set it up with a charity. Now, this is all on the fly. Can this is how like, Wing Bowl started and all these other... Can we do ideas. like a simultaneous uh, toy drive? Or yeah, no, like it'll be, yeah. we'll do a charity thing, but we'll do it from the shore. And so people will be down there, right? I got it. What? I got it. Our, my, our, our buddy, Chef Terry, down at the Ocean Resort in New, down in Atlantic City, Ocean Resorts. We can make this happen. We could do it there right on the boardwalk. Exactly. We want to do it out so people could come out We'll set up a charity where people can contribute to that charity for the hours we're on. And we'll do some good and we'll have some fun and people can come out and see us. We'll play the a little Wheel of Fortune. Be, we'll play a little Real <laughs> Fortune slots. Tony and I. We'll go out on the boardwalk. Maybe I'll find a chick and go onto the Wildwood boardwalk if we go there and make out like I used to back in the day. I like it. It's good stuff, man. That's the kind of, that's, that's that's what we're thinking about. We're taking it we're taking it forward. We're thinking forward. outside the box. How many people? But, but Ocean City's dry, though, so we'd have to bring our own booze if we did it there. Yeah, that's no fun. We have to Wait. stop at Circle Liquors before we go into Ocean City. I don't know. If we're going to be doing 24 hours... I... Can you stay awake for 24 hours and do radio? I feel like I've been awake for 24 hours <laughs> after doing radio with you, Tony. I exactly. Think would, I think it would have to depend on when the 24-hour <sighs> marker starts. So Dean, Dean just, just texted me back. He's actually giving you some props. Are you ready for this? Yes. This is the first time in history. Well, to keep it with sport, first time, long time. This well, no, no, it's, it's, it's on here. It's on the chat room. Dean said, yes, I've seen Tony play some good golf with a thousand people screaming in Tony's backswing. Exactly. No, he said, I've seen Tony hit a golf ball off the tee box with a thousand people screaming in his backswing, and he hit it right down the middle of the fairway. I know, and, and, I, and, and that's pressure right there. That is pressure. And he never did that again. No, I didn't. That was the last time I ever hit a good, bo- <laughs> hit a good driver off the tee. And then I hit a three-wood. I had Tiki Barber there. So we had, like, Tiki Barber and all the Tampa Bay Buck guys were there playing golf. You mean Rondé Barber? No, Rondé no, and Tiki were both there. They're twin brothers. I know that, but Tiki, Tiki played for the Giants. Rondé yeah, I know, but they're brothers, and they hang out. They both are in, in the Tampa area. So Rondé, Tiki, uh, Mike Allstott, all those guys who play for Jesus. the Buccaneers. We're all playing in this event. It was a Chris... Uh, Chris Sims event? No. <laughs> Chris Thomas from 620 WDAE had an annual golf Chris tournament. Sims. I would fly into Tampa to do it. And I hit two great shots. I hit one off the side of a hill over a, over a ravine to a green. So I had to hit all of my three wood. And, I, and again, people are standing around because this was a... This was a sure. It was live on the radio. So this is pressure. This is like my U.S. Open. And everybody was having a hard time. So I take out the three wood and I hit it on the screws, man. Beautiful. And that thing majestically sailed and landed on the green and bounced and the crowd went wild. And that pretty much was it for me. Then I sucked the rest of the day. <laughs> I was uh... I put two, I, I I did two shots with a bunch of people around me. And you know, when you're in a tee box and there's people on both sides and they introduce you when you're playing in these things, you see it at the major events. This is just a charity fun thing. And I hit two great shots in the most pressure-packed situation any golfer will face. Right. Even Tiger Woods probably would have shanked it in that situation. No, he probably wouldn't have. It's impressive. Well, this point, but I did. Probably would have. By the way, the fabulous Brenda Marie down in Florida. Oh, yes. We're speaking of Florida. She, um, she said that she ha- was having problems on the Twitch app because she had really crappy Wi-Fi. But I told her, per suggestion of one of the other fans, to try sliding over audio-only option on the Twitch app if you have crappy Wi-Fi. And 
She is now on Twitch, and she says, success, I can hear you now. Boom. Boom. Ryan Leaf was there. I mean, there were a lot of great players. They weren't just all Tampa Bay Buccaneer people. Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf was not there. A great player. I love Ryan Leaf. He's a good guy now. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good human being, man. I know you want to bash him. I don't want to bash him. Was Sean King hanging around? Former Sean, I don't think Sean King was there. Work done. There was a lot of vodka consumed, so I don't remember vividly what happened. Right. But then after. But you do remember Tampa. It was there. It was in Tampa. I remember a lot of things in Tampa. Oh, of course, Mons Venus being number one. No, I've never been. Believe it or not, I never went to Mons Venus. Have you been down to Ybor City? Oh, of course. Oh, he said, oh, of course. <laughs> look at the look on his What's face. What's the matter with you? I've been on Dale Mabry where there were all the uh, all the 